You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No. So it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Okay. So, Gavin, Aaron, and Tyler back for another draft. And we've got the office season, well, the office episode draft. And Gavin already said it, but we are doing uh, 15 rounds. So we'll each have 15 episodes. Aaron's picking first. I'm picking no, second. Gavin's picking no, first. No, Gavin, sorry. Gavin's picking first. I'm picking second. Aaron's picking last. You have to pick one episode per season, at least. And we're doing the like the two-part episodes that you, people see on Peacock now or wherever they've watched it at are considered one episode. So that's pretty much the ground rules, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, there's no other rules, really. I don't think so. When we're talking about our episode, we're just we're using the the name though, right? We're yes. not using the yes. episode number. Yeah. I'm okay. I have the episode numbers written down, but yeah, just the name. Okay. Yeah. Go with the name. And you know, brief description. I really don't think there's a way you I mean, I don't think there's a way to mess this up. Maybe. Maybe there is. Maybe we'll find out. We can kind of we can also say there aren't many bad, truly bad episodes of the show. So we're gonna just leave one. off a ton of good episodes. I don't even think that one is bad. The it's banker. Just not, it's just lazy. It's just not it's that lazy. Good, yeah. But I don't know what you mean. Uh, hold on. Let me start sharing this. Are you guys drafting by favorites or like best or what is? What's your? I'm going by my accounts. Like I, my my thought process is going to be where I put episodes. I've kind of got a my mixture name. of like my favorites. Just like my best overall, most iconic stuff like that. Like there's there's ones that I have to have that some people might not put in their top. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm just trying to go off my favorite. Like I looked at some lists online to see how I matched up, and I don't I don't know how well I match up with certain things. That I just try to stick with things that really stuck out with me. And some of mine literally. Notes. Can have like one good bit, and I'm like, oh, this is a good episode because of that Agreed. one bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Gavin. All right. You want to go with your first overall pick? I'm ready. I yep. don't have any hesitations about the pick that I'm going to make. This is the number one viewed episode ever in terms of uh, viewers when it was originally aired with. 22.91 million people viewing this show, which is the most by at least 12 million. I think the next closest is our 10 point something. Uh, this episode first aired right after Super Bowl 43, and that is Stress Relief. Yep. I watched this with Aaron at Vonnie's house. I don't know if you remember that, Aaron. Uh, vaguely. So that's a great pick. Yeah. Great pick. Both, uh, like you said, viewership-wise, because I think most people 
most casual office fans when they reference like favorite episodes or funniest episodes that's 100% one they put there yeah even with it's throughout too but it's the the cold open mm-hmm. it's classic possibly but... it's top top 3 top 5 cold open yeah no absolutely it is and then even the uh <laughs> it has my favorite i think it has one of my top 5 I guess we'll do off Michael quotes ever uh, one day or quotes from the office, but it has my, one of my top five Michael quotes or scenes. And it's when they're in David Wallace's office after Dwight, I, it might've been after the second time he uh, endangered everyone with the CPR, but they're in his office and they're trying to figure out the punishment. And Michael just stands up, walks to the window, takes a deep breath, looks out the window and says, uh, ah, the city. There's no context. There's no there's no real reason to do it. Puts his leg up on the window. It's just so good overall. This episode also had more than just like, obviously it was good, but it also took a lot to get it because they knew this was going to be airing right after the Super Bowl. So yeah. all these fans, you couldn't have it be something plot driven, like that you had to be like watching the show to know it was comedy based. And the two episodes that happened right before this, I jotted them down. Prince Family Paper, which has to do with the business of the company. Nobody's interested in that. And then mm-hmm. The Duel, which has to do with Dwight and Andy's relationship. So having to follow up those for the true fans with a purely comedy episode that doesn't have much ties to anything was, I got to imagine, a task for the writing crew. Yeah. I think so- it's also important to note, too, because isn't this the episode that has the movie within the movie? Yes. With too. So, I mean, that movie yes, is insane. Oh my god! That movie's insane. Totally, Jack Black's in love with Cloris Leachman. Yes, Uh, and the scene in that movie where she's on the thing, she's on the seat going up the stairs, and she starts coming back down the stairs, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're coming," and then she just starts going back up the stairs. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, that's a good pick for sure. That is a great pick. So, oh, oh man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with an episode in season three. And it has one of my favorite cold opens. And it's when um, Jim starts with turning off his computer with the Altoids. Mm. And it's like the beep he hears. And he's trying to train Dwight based off of a study to salivate at the sound of a at the sound of a beep. And that is Phyllis's wedding. It's going to be my first pick. I this is one of those episodes that if I don't if I'm with anybody, if I'm by myself, like I can't stop laughing just how cringy Michael is throughout the entire episode, beginning to end. And it's what I love about the office. And you even have like the while it's Phyllis's wedding, you even have like the Pam and Roy and Jim Karen drama playing out as it's going on. And then Dwight has to become the bouncer at the wedding. All of it. Just so good. And he sends out Phyllis's uh was it was it Phyllis's grandpa or uncle that he sends out because he's trying to find out who wedding the wedding crashers are and he actually has like dementia. And yeah. he can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's my episode pick. 
So you think is that mostly based on the cold open, or do you? I mean, truly, the truly throughout the episode, it's one. Of, it's one of my. It's one of my favorite episodes. But I, I thought it added. I thought with the cold open, Michael throughout, just at every scene, like it's what makes the show. What, in my opinion, what one of the reasons that makes the show so great. And when Dwight walks into the wedding and uh, talks about we need a new plague, like that. <laughs> yes, the that's enti- a good the entire, that's the great. entire thing. The entire thing beginning and Michael walking down the aisle after uh her dad walks oh my actually god stands dragging up out of the, his walker and he's like, wheelchair. He, yeah. he says oh you think you're gonna steal the show he said uh, uh think again or he says something like that but <laughs> it's so good yeah that is a little shocker for me because I mean not I love this episode too but this is widely regarded as one of the more cringy episodes like a lot of people don't like it because of the cringiness which oh, that's I, which that's what makes the show. So people who complain about cringeworthiness, that's oh, what the show is. It's so, so good. It. Yeah, exactly. There is one episode though that like, I, cringy wise, which we can talk about maybe if someone takes it. But yeah, I've got it on my board. It's I uncomfortable for me. About. Yep. Uh, Aaron, what do you got? All right. So I am, like I said, I don't know how I'm gonna fit in all of this with you guys because I don't know where any of my stuff fits on your episode. But after just rewatching all of this and probably the last, I think it's been about three weeks, four weeks. Um, the There's one that like stands out to me as just something that I, and I don't even really know why, but like it's in season five. And it has multiple things that just caught my attention in a very weird way. So I'm going with season five. I believe it's episode three. It's called Business Ethics. <laughs> Dude, Business Ethics to me, I I wrote down a couple things when I was watching through this. Just like small things that like I laughed out loud when I saw and understood. Um, when him and Holly go to dinner to work out the issue of um, <clears throat> Meredith trading discounts for, or no, 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 getting discounts and trading sex for Outback Steakhouse <laughs> uh, gift cards or whatever it is. Like <clears throat> they go out to dinner to discuss it and Holly gets a salad, which is the, that's the food item that she has back in the annex that Michaels throws away, says, nope, no good. <laughs> so she just goes and gets another salad at the thing anyways. But if you look at the dinner table, Mike ordered two uh, two full lobsters at the <laughs> dinner table. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Um, and that's also the episode where uh, Dwight says that he never takes company time so Jim starts to oh, use yes. a stopwatch yeah. to record his company time. Yep. And there's this the the scene that gets me is the one where he's sitting next to Andy and he's doing it on purpose and he's going through every sci-fi thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And he's butchering it all. And you can see the pain on Dwight's face. So I I mean, I don't know where it lands on your list, and I don't know where it lands on certain things, but like that's one to me that just sticks out just because the idea of Meredith doing that is so, so insane. But Meredith has a good line whenever they first find out that she does that. Uh, Holly says, so you're something like you're selling yourself for Outback 
gift cards. She's like, I'm sirloin steak, honey. You ever had sirloin steak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're definitely eating Outback Steakhouse in the break room later yeah, at the, the end. Yes, they are. Yes. So yeah, they she's are. completed another transaction yeah. while all of this has gone on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyler, do you have anything there? Or do you want me to move on? No, you're on? good. You're good. I, that's a solid um, pick. That's a solid pick. I think that I, I'm I'm one who I love what Holly brought to the show with Michael, like what he just like the, the counterpart she is to him. So I think any episode, honestly, with Holly and Michael in it is top tier. So I completely agree. Yeah, I think okay. I think she adds she adds so much to his character that already, like even without her, was obviously amazing character. Uh, but she adds so much to the way he acts and the way he does things. And like, she even mimics some of it. So yeah, I love it that. It makes him easier to, to like deal with too, because yes. there's another person. It's not all him. Yep. Yeah. So I think that makes my next pick, hopefully just as good in your eyes then, because it is the return of Holly in season seven. Oof. It is a two-parter. Nice one. Titled nice. Classy Christmas. Yes. Um, I love Classy Christmas just because of how much, like, again, Michael tears tears to shreds. Like, the, the party that they have, he finds out Holly's coming back, so he throws away everything, and they're all like, no, no, like, we can still eat all this. And he's just like, no, nope, not good enough, not good enough. He gets the, like, the suave Santa suit, and he's all prepared for her to be there. And I think... um. I don't want to tip picks for later drafts, but for me, as it sits right now, the greatest prank in the office, while Jim pulls all of the pranks primarily, this revenge prank from Dwight is so good, where Dwight puts the snowmen outside and... Jim has to walk through the end while Dwight is just watching up top. I mean, it gets Jim so rattled that he he lacrosse shoots that snowball. And if you double check through the rest of the episode after that, they're all wearing their coats because yeah. the breeze coming through the window. Like the snowball fight is great. So yeah, classic Christmas season seven. That's where I'm running there. I like that one. It has a also. Everything you said was right, and I agree. That episode's great. The, it has a great Kevin moment too when uh, Holly brings in a candy, and it's like half eaten. <laughs> and so like he's like oh, excited, yeah. and then later when it like when they're fighting later, like down the episode, yeah. as she as walking away, he takes a jab and he said, "And you ate all the candy that you brought for us." And he's like yeah. so pissed. You and can tell also, he's been stewing on it that yeah. whole time. <laughs> and then also, uh, Aaron, when Aaron's looking for like Michael's hot friend, and like Holly walks in and she's like, I don't get it. She's like so confused. It's I think that's the beginning. That's a trend, like it's overlooked, but the way Aaron just does not like Holly, just doesn't understand what Michael sees in her and that that theme I love. Whenever it, Holly it comes out with her Woody doll all messed up, she's like trying to figure out who it is, and Phyllis says I don't think Aaron likes you. And Aaron's like, I never said that. I don't have enough information to decide yet. (laughs) That whole arc is funny because Michael doesn't like Aaron. And then becomes like her father figure. And then 
in a reversal of that, Aaron pulls this like this daughter role with him. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're not good enough for my dad kind of stuff. That's just shows so, the writing skills of this writing staff. That's yeah. crazy. This episode always is bittersweet to me because when this when I see this queue up, it, I know Getting. that Michael's leaving soon. Yeah, when this when yeah. this aired, I remember watching it and like this is the beginning to the end. And it's like one of those because you watch the, I mean, you know before season seven is happening, yeah. like when they aired it. But then it's like I even tried to convince myself that like maybe something would happen and something would change. And then when she popped in in that episode, I was like, ah, damn it. It's happening. So I I've. I'm going to take my favorite episode of all time. I think depends on the day that you ask me. (laughs) And it has, again, one of my favorite Michael scenes. Uh, It's in season three safety training. I uh, there's a scene in the beginning when Daryl's explaining obviously all of these this equipment to the office team and explaining why and he's talking about he was up on the ladder and he says uh, an employee who remained nameless kicked the ladder out from under me and yelled and then Michael it cuts to Michael and he's hysterically laughing and he goes hey Daryl how's it hanging and then <laughs> dying laughing I mean it's from beginning to end because then his the state, like the disdain the uh, the warehouse has for him, as Daryl's trying to explain all of the this equipment that you can't use, and Michael's like making a joke of it. And it's just mm-hmm. beginning to end of the episode, solid. It had good office dynamic too, because it's kind of Karen fitting into stuff, and then you also see Karen kind of figuring out how close, you know, Jim and Pam were as they're doing like the behind the scenes like gambling stuff. But yeah, great episode. It also has the iconic Dwight, you ignorant slut line. Yes, yes, it does. Yes. Yeah. Very good. All right. I am going to take what is one of my favorites, um, possibly one of the funniest ones, in my opinion, which, I mean, they're all funny, but I'm going to take season two, episode two, sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we get introduced to Packer, right? Yeah, and that's what she said. Yes. The bit <sighs> where Jim notices that Michael's trying to like stop with the sexual jokes and everything, and yes. he starts rattling off. Do you think you can go all day long? <laughs> you always left me mm-hmm. satisfied and smiling. Yep. All that, and then he busts out with it, and you see Packer in the background laughing at him yep. and all that. And then there's one of my favorite scenes in this episode is later whenever uh, Packer's making a joke and Kevin says something about Phyllis and Michael's like, nope, nope, that crosses the line. And Packer is like, what? And then he gets up in Phyllis's face and he's like apologizing to her. She's like, Michael, it's okay. You don't have to apologize. I'm not going to report you. He says, I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of that. You know what I am afraid of (laughs) is getting a boner. Yeah. 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 Also the, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Todd Packer scene where he's Ryan has to drive him because he has a DUI and he has a William he has a well hung he's been, yeah. it's meant to be well hung but uh, uh, Ryan asks are you a big William Hung fan and Packer <laughs> goes who the hell is that why does everyone keep asking me that yeah like clearly other people have <laughs> <Yeah>. asked him that <laughs> and it's pissing him off yeah so what do you got in the wraparound oh <clears throat> <sighs> I'm um, going to take, I would say I'm conflicted, but I'm really not because I'm fine with 
a lot of these episodes. I'm going to double up on season two, and I'm going to take season two, episode one, The Dundies. Dang it. Classic. Classic. Yeah. I know Aaron's talked about this on another episode, but I just recently watched this episode. But this, whenever it is revealed that Stanley's wife is white and Dwight plays the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. That, the line I write, I wrote down from that episode was um, Michael at the end um, says, I made Pam laugh so hard that she fell out of her chair and almost broke her neck. I killed. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good line. Oh, man. I don't think there is an episode you can take honestly in season two and someone be like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I was going to say this at the end. I'm just going to say it now. After rewatching recently and going through all these episodes to like see which ones I wanted to pick, I think season two is my favorite season. Yeah. Can't argue with that one. All right, so I'm going to probably take what a lot of casual Office fans, even like people who watch Office a lot, would would say is a top episode. And it's cringy, it's perfect, and everything. And it's one of the episodes, there's a few of these, that I actually don't know how they finished filming. Because I've seen some of the outtakes and it's and you listen to them talk about it and they said it was like impossible to film because of how like just some of the some of the moments and that is a dinner party uh, season four. I'm surprised honestly it lasted this long because that was gonna that was what I was conflicted with but yeah the Dundies in that one. So the this episode I don't I'm trying to think of everything you would put into an office episode if you were going to attract an office someone who's never watched the office before. And show them an episode. This one takes like the least amount of time in the actual office setting. But this is one of the funniest episodes beginning to end with Michael and Jan's relationship. The Michael moment. I have a shirt of it. It's like when he's talking about how they want to have kids and don't want to have kids. And he goes, and you wanted kids and then you didn't want kids. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Do you have any idea yep. how many, how the, the toll three vasectomies has on a person? And then you see the bed where he's laying, like it's like the the end of the bed. That's like a little couch where he sleeps. And then they have the video camera up as well. <laughs> like all of it. The TV screen that might have been like a was like a twenty four inch plasma screen. He's like, and then you can push it into the wall, and it like goes in like two inches. That even, might be the best blooper that, ever. Whenever he pushes yes. that back, and John Krasinski yeah. absolutely loses it. Yes. He just goes into like a high high pitched girl. Squeal. Like squeal cry. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All of it. Absolutely. That... That's the one where they start doing the where they start doing the like babe, 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 yes. babe. Everything's babe. Forth. Yeah. After watching that, the thing that gets me the most now is uh the scene where they do the he dips his food in the wine and she comments, "Hey, can you please not do that? Whatever." And he's like, "You know, I have soft teeth, babe." And because they actually follow up with that later on when they talk, he talks about his soft teeth, mm-hmm. like a couple episodes or like a season later. Um, that yeah, that whole thing, yeah, dipping his food in the red wine because he's got the soft teeth. The thing where 
He's bringing out uh, the, the the beer, beer lamp, <laughs> the big beer sign, playing Hunter's music while it's clearly talking about an affair. Yes. Uh, and then the candle room. Yeah, it's all uh, Dwight's guest. It's all just it's so <laughs> wild. It's so wild. It's probably yeah. the most chaotic episode. It's just chaos end to end. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, for sure. All right, Aaron, what do you got? All right. So for my first pick, I'm going to stay in episode or uh, season seven. I'm going to take what is rated or tied for uh, ratings wise as the greatest episode of the office office. It is the culmination of seven seasons. Um, It's just, it's a phenomenal episode and it's got all of the emotions all the way through it. Literally within a 10 minute span, I laugh. I laugh probably the hardest at one thing that happens in this episode. And then I simultaneously cry within like 15 minutes later of this episode. So goodbye, Michael is yeah. Um, like it is the, it's the culmination of, um, like him meeting Holly, Mm -hmm. him kind of settling down and going through that. Um, the scene with him and Jim, um, is probably the best non-comedy scene in the entire show. It's incredible that the the way that they wrote that, uh, the way that Jim talks to him, the fact that Pam catches up to him at the airport where she might miss him. That's always great to watch. But this episode has the one of the funniest moments in it is when he's going around saying goodbye to everybody. When he says goodbye to Oscar, <laughs> oh my God. He, gives, he gives Oscar that scarecrow and they cut to his cut scene. Um, and he's saying he's laughing so hard. Just him laughing there uncontrollably is, is literally like it's top 10 moments for me on the show, period. I think it's one of the funniest things. And he barely ekes out. He thinks so little of me. Like <laughs> it's like it's great. I just yeah. I love Goodbye Michael. It is definitely a great one. And I the the scene with Michael and Jim too, like hearing them talk about it after the fact, like it was literally just John Krasinski saying goodbye to Steve Carell. And like it just was caught on film. Like it was like one of that like that emotional to them. Yeah. That's what made it so I think so cool and so special. And yeah, everything about his goodbyes, his paintball war with Dwight, so that they end on decent terms. Beginning to end, like it is the most it's the most emotional episode for me, for sure. Like I cry even now watching it. Like it's it's crazy. And it's been I how many times I don't know how many times I've watched it and it's still still gets you every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Aaron, what's your hmm. pick on the wraparound? All right, I'm going to try and get a season in here, but I don't have because I got season five and then two season sevens. So I'll go back. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'll go back to season one. And I'm going to take the one that in season one is maybe more cringy to me in season one. Um, One that people would be a little bit more afraid to do today. But I just think is, I think is wildly funny. Uh, I'll take Diversity Day from season one. What is it? Episode two? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll take Diversity Day. Just the idea of getting everybody around in a circle and essentially playing guess my race like (laughs) is so wild it's so like i i I really don't know i I don't know if people would have the guts to put that in a show now but like just looking back and thinking about season one and pulling an episode from season one it's extremely um yeah, I don't know. It's it's intense, but I think it's I think it's good. So I'll take diversity day there for my season one pick. I like that pick. The fact that uh Stanley has the card and instead of it saying African American, it just says black. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Michael would write down. <laughs> yeah. Uh there's also a if you've seen the I don't know, I just recently started watching them the super fan episodes there's like extra footage for the first six seasons of the show there's Mm. a clip where dwight is complaining about his card and jim's like oh here i'll get you a new one and he writes it and he puts it on his head and he's going around you don't know what jim wrote yet and everybody's like confused of how to answer it and they don't know really how to say everything they're saying no no you're not this you're not this and then it's a talking head of him and it's just says dwight (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna do a uh, season one poll. Then it's what got me hooked on the office. It's the episode that got me hooked on the office because it was the first episode I'd actually seen of it, and it was in Mrs. Helser's class in the seventh or eighth grade. She showed it to us, part of a English class. But it got me hooked, and it's when I started watching the office. Like, what made me want to watch it? And it is basketball. Yeah. And that I thought that's what I thought you were going to go with, but diversity was It's it's the one that it was that one or yeah. Yeah, it's it's the episode that I watching it. It has ever you see the dynamic again between uh Pam, Jim and Roy and like as Jim gets his like his flex moment as he's like uh dominating Roy in basketball, but then you have Michael acting like he's like this top-notch star and he's talking about the beginning scene, like one of the beginning scenes when he's talking about shooting hoops, he's like, I'm hitting a few, hitting a few. And he said, and their jaws were to the floor, African-Americans. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, like all of it. Isn't that also, isn't that the episode two where when he's picking the team, Oscar's like, I'll play. And he's like, I'll get you during like baseball season. Yes. Something yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, he has to have Stanley. For some reason, he has to have Stanley on his team. Yeah. And so that, that scene and then Dwight coming in with the face mask and then getting in the fight with the only oh, girl that's amazing. in the game against him. He's in a yeah. fight with, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was great. Episode. And then at the end of the game, they have like earlier when he was picking teams, Kevin was like, I have a hoop in my driveway. And Michael's like, no, absolutely not. And then later <laughs> when the game's over, he's just like draining threes. He's like yes. five in a row. He just hits them all. Yep. 
All right, I'll uh stay on trend here and I'll go ahead and take an episode uh episode from season 1. Um I did not have this wrote down, but as I just started going through season 1 in my head, I I think I want to take this one and it is episode 6. It is Hot Girl. Yep. I recently watched this like last week uh cuz I just started a rewatch again. The dynamic between Jim, Michael, and Dwight, all three of them are trying to ask yes. Katie out. Yes. Michael thinks yeah. that coffee is his in, and then she's like, oh, I need a ride home. He's like, oh, I can take you home. And he pushes it on her, and she's like, all right, whatever. You can take me home. And Dwight just straight up asks her, I would like to ask you on a date. And she's like, no. And then Jim just starts talking to her and they end up going out. I think it's so funny that Dwight and Michael tried so hard to get with her. And then Jim is just like, oh, okay, well, let's just go out. And the end, when they're walking out to their cars and Michael is walking next to Katie and Jim is also, uh, Michael still doesn't know that he's not going out with her. And Jim says, oh, we're going out to get a drink. And Jim's like, or Michael (laughs) says... Oh, are you guys you gonna come with us? And Mike and Katie's like, "Oh no, sorry, I don't really need you to take me home anymore." <laughs> mm-hmm. And the scene when Ryan's helping him clean out his car, and he said, "God," he said, "You eat a lot of fish fillet." <laughs> yes, he says that's over several months, and Mike and Ryan's yeah. like, "Still." <laughs> the, the, isn't that also where Jim convinces Jim convinces Dwight to buy a purse? Yes, uh-huh. like yes. a man bag or whatever. <laughs> And so he's in there, like, slamming the purse and stretching the purse, like, testing its durability and everything. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Now, on the wraparound, I'm going to... Let's see what I want to do here. I'm going to... Let's see here. You know, I'm going to take my... Since Tyler took Dinner Party, I'm going to take my Season 4 episode... This is the episode that I would recommend to people if they've never seen the show and I was trying to hook them. Um, It is Goodbye, Toby. Yeah. Dang it. I've watched this episode so many times just because I think it is like it encompasses so many things of what the office is. You have multiple relationships going on. You have. Kevin, good moments with Kevin, especially with Holly thinking that he's slow when he goes to the store to get barbecue sauce, yes. all that stuff. There's so many good moments in this, and it is a two-parter, yep. so it is an hour long. So this is what I would, for my money, is the greatest prank in the office, and it's Dwight. It's what Dwight does to Holly and yes. telling her that Kevin is mentally challenged. It yeah. is so amazing how it plays out. Because it makes so much sense why it, she would buy into it as you go through these scenes. And like, I don't know if it's this episode or if it's following into the next season in season five, where he's at the vending machine and he's got coins and he's trying to count to figure out how many he needs. And yeah, she's counting with him. She's counting with him and she says, um, that's a button. <laughs> and then it cuts to him in a talking head and he says, I'm totally going to bang Ollie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's also like that's also you were get that that spot where because in the reveal, Angela is just going after him. Angela's Angela's just like going after Kevin so hard. Yeah, and uh, that's not no. until uh, another that's episode. Next season. But it, this it, is it the I was going to say. Okay, I wonder. Yeah. Okay, 
this is Never the start mind. of that. That is what's, amazing. Yeah. What's we so good though is it lasts. So it lasts oh. like the way it goes yeah. into the next season, and you realize, oh yeah, she thinks he's mentally challenged, and <laughs> she's treating it as such. Hmm. That was yeah. a great pick. Yeah, I'll hold off on that one. I'm gonna take my another season four pick, and that's going to be Fun Run, which is a two parter. But it has the reveal officially that after a painstaking three season uh, wait, Pam and Jim are together. Then you have Michael hitting Holly or not Holly. I'm sorry. Meredith with his car and the way he reveals it acting as if she's dead and like they're freaking out. And he goes, I just took her to the hospital and uh, (laughs) Stanley goes, Stanley goes, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you say it like that? <laughs> yeah. And then they they he doesn't he w- he's not revealing who who was the one driving the car. And so they're talking about it and he's like luckily I was there on the scene so fast. And Jim <laughs> goes, "Who was driving the car?" And he, <laughs> he stops. He doesn't even say anything. And Mike and uh, Pam goes, "Michael." <laughs> All of, and Dwight going to visit her and asking her to blink twice if he wants her to uh Pull, the, pull plug. the plug. Yes, if he wants him to pull the plug, and he has a line there. Gavin, help me with it. He's like talking. He's like the amount of power that we're using to yeah. keep Meredith alive can power. Did he say like three a small fa- fan? A small fan for like three days or say? So? Yeah, yeah, something like that. He's like, you tell me what's unethical. <laughs> he mercy kills Angela's cat, the the run for rabies, all of it. And then there's yeah. this scene. I like it beginning to end. There's a scene where they're in the warehouse talk, or not in the warehouse. They're in the meeting room talking about. Why, what happened where there might be some curses brought on them because he's trying to get the oh blame. Michael's trying to get the blame off of him for Meredith stuff and acting like it's a curse on the office. Well, because Angela's cat had died yes. and Meredith had gotten hit in the yes. same day. And it's, and he's asking them what their personal religion is. And he's like, Michael, you actually can't, or Toby's like, Michael, you actually can't ask that. And he tells him to leave. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Dude, I could go through the episode because then him, him carbo loading with, Fettuccine Alfredo, and then oh puking at the end, and ah. then putting. Dwight says, "Don't worry, I put uh, what does he say? I put ammonium in Toby's coffee." And Michael's like, "Wait, ammonium or X-lax?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Andy Andy has the <laughs> has the nipple guard. Oh, the chafe like nipples. Chafe yeah. Nipples. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Great episode. Okay. Aaron, what are you thinking here? Um, I think for my first pick, I'll jump into a season that I don't think we've been into yet. I'm going to jump into season six. And I'm going to take the premiere episode from season six, yes. episode one. Yeah, I'm going to take gossip. Yes. Um. Like the ridiculousness of the cold open with parkour, like they're just screaming parkour, but it ends yes. up with Andy uh, almost murdering himself at the end. <laughs> like is <laughs> great, and then all of the chaos that stems from literally Michael wanting to be cool mm-hmm. because of the temps that are working there. Um, so he just starts rumors about everybody inadvertently guesses. Or tells people that Jim and Pam are pregnant 
like <laughs> it, it's so good uh all because stanley's having an affair and it, it all it's all there to like cover up that so yeah i think from uh season six i will take gossip that also <clears throat> ha- it has one of my actually i think it might have just it's hard to go favorites here. I'm just gonna two two scenes in that when Andy's struggling with whether he's gay or not. Yeah, he's yes. talking to. There's two scenes with him in that where he's talking to Oscar, asking him about, it, and he said, and he's like, "Well, are you attracted to men?" He said, "Well, he said if Brad Pitt, if I saw Brad Pitt, and he tried yeah. to kiss me, he said, at first, I, at first I'd push him away. He said, but if he was persistent, I might let him in." He said. So Brad Pitt would need to get to you. He said, "No, this is just my fantasy." And so he's like, "Oscar's like, yeah, you might be gay. You might be gay." And then there's a scene with Jim when they're all in the office, where they're in the meeting room trying to figure it out, figure out what's going on with all these rumors. And he goes, "Well, there's one solution here." He said, "You can," uh, he said, you "Can have sex with a woman." And he goes, "Yeah." And he said, "Then have sex with a man." And he said, "And then compare." And there's an outtake of that scene where Andy goes, okay, so when are you free? Right off the bat, like suggesting Jim and him should have sex. And it <laughs> yeah. is good. And then Michael, when he finds out they're actually pregnant, Jim and Pam, he goes, he asks Jim, he goes, did you pee on a stick? And Jim goes, yes, but it was inconclusive. Like uh, like just mm-hmm. throughout the episode, these little scenes were. And when Pam, right after that, when Pam proves to, to them that they're pregnant by showing her ultrasound, he's like, Pam, that <laughs> is the inside of your vagina. <laughs> And Green <laughs> says, who's the OBGYN? <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think. Okay. I'll jump to another season I don't have anything from. Uh, and again, I'm just going from something that I remember. Something that made me laugh so much. So I'll go season three, and I'm going to go with Benny Hanna Christmas. Yeah. What a pull. Great pull um, this round. Benny Hanna Christmas has, I, I don't know where it is, but again, it's like this realization. When Michael realizes how ridiculous he is, and he laughs at it. It makes me laugh. So this is the moment where they bring back the two girls from Benihana to the Christmas party. Uh, he tells everybody he's in love with her. He gives her the bike that he brought in and all this stuff. And then at one point, he can't because he's a little drunk, but also because he doesn't know her. He can't identify which one of the two Asian girls that he brought back is the one that actually came with him. And so he marks her arm yeah. with a with a marker. And then he has to reveal like he reveals that to Jim when he's like, I loved her. I loved her. And he's like, No, you didn't, man. He's like, <laughs> No, you didn't. And then he's like, and then he just starts laughing to himself. And he says, uh, yeah, he's like, I marked my arm. I had to mark her arm. I had to mark her arm. And he just starts laughing about that. Um, the whole thing with the 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 two it, this is also two Christmases right the two Christmas parties the Margarita Christmas yep yeah yeah um, and Angela's Christmas parties the Nutcracker um, Christmas yeah with uh yeah Kevin's eating brownies in Angela's Christmas party and she goes <laughs> to town on him for eating brownies there yeah um, this is probably the only moment where you're really gonna get um 
not the only moment, but one of the only moments you're going to get Karen and Pam on the same side. So, um, yeah, I'll take uh, Benny Hanna Christmas here. That yeah, that is great, and the fact that Michael cropped himself into a Christmas oh. card with uh, uh, I'm, I'm, Carol. Carol, it's Carol. Yeah, Carol's family. Yeah, her ex husband and her kids. He cropped. Wait a minute. Ex husband's face out for that's his actual wife. Is this too. All, is this also the one that ends with Dwight on the roof? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yep. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, another great prank right there. But also, uh, also yeah. let's talk about that's the, a Pam prank. That's yes. a, that comes from Pam originally. Mm-hmm. Yep, that scene at the when they're at the uh, when they're at lunch all together, and those that couple. Oh my god! Who just sits in between all time worst yeah. characters? All time worst characters. Screw like, them. dude, just move down. I understand why they did it, but like, they made the characters look awful. And then as he's Dwight can't hear anything, so then Jim oh, convinces yes. him to explain how to uh butcher a goose butcher a goose <laughs> yeah. and he's like explaining it he's like there's gonna be a lot of guts and a lot of innards as they're like eating yes because that's how the episode starts too right With yes he brings in like a, a goose yeah yes yeah and he, it's uh, like there's a scene where they open the fridge and it says dwight's on the goose like he put his name on the goose like no one would know <laughs> whose it is isn't that that <laughs> In that same scene with those stupid people that sat down at their table, Michael is obviously drunk at this point, and he just like starts leaning over. And yes. He's like, "I want some steak. That guy's got steak." He's like, "Ah!" He says, yeah. "It's family style." And Jim says, "No, no, it's, it's not." not. <laughs> oh man! So I'm gonna go with I think my first season two episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with my first season two episode and I'm going to take boys and girls. And this that is, good. is the episode where the girls are having a meeting with Jan in the conference room and Michael's being super nosy about it because it's also like shortly after, like this is like in the season where uh, he kissed Jan I think at this point, yeah, he kissed Jan and he's trying to figure out what's going on between the two of them and he's trying to f- get the girls to figure it out. But then he, instead of uh, being able to sneak in and listen to what they're saying, he has the guys go down to the warehouse to meet. And it's just an all-time episode where uh, he knocks over everything first off in the warehouse, pisses off the entire warehouse. Then they have a meeting of the men where they're, where they're like explaining their... Uh, issues with the girls with their girls and michael uh unbuttons his shirt down to like halfway so he got (laughs) all his hair and they start making fun of him david hasselhoff (laughs) and i think this is the episode yeah this is the episode where dwight starts complaining about like having to run his girl to church on sundays he's like gassing free and then it's quiet like what what are you talking about (laughs) and kevin kevin makes a remark because i guess roy finds out that jim at one point had a crush on Pam at this point and he's like I got your back if anything happens and Roy comes up to talk to Jim <laughs> and then you see it pans over to to Kevin in the background after Roy walks away and he like wipes his face he wipes his head like he's sweat his face. Yeah. yeah he wipes the sweat off his face like he's nervous about the situation great episode it also has later whenever 
he's trying to settle everything down. He orders a bunch of people and he's like, pizza is the great equalizer. White people love pizza. Black people love pizza. And then he pauses and he says, do black <laughs> people like pizza? And then it goes to a scene of Glenn or not Glenn, uh, the big guy. They call him the sea monster in another episode later. Yeah. He's eating the pizza all like real fast. And Michael's like, oh, yeah, OK, they do. <laughs> <laughs> it also has Kelly. It has an actually funny Kelly moment when she's playing dumb in the situation. And she starts asking about uh, Michael and Jan going like they're talking about Jan's talking about sports references that some of the guys use in the office that girls don't understand. And she's like, I heard it. Or Michael said, you guys went to second base. And then she, Jan gets all flustered and then it pans over to Kelly and she's like smirking. <laughs> yeah. Great one. Gavin, what do you got? Before I say, uh, Aaron's last pick is from season three, not season two. Oh, whoops. I put season two. My bad. Um, my pick here is going to be... I don't think you guys are going to take this ever. Actually, I'm going to wait on that because I don't think you guys are going to pick it. And if so, whatever. I'm going to take from season three... Deciding between two, because I'm pretty sure one of you will take this other one, and as long as we talk about it, I don't really care. So I'm going to take The Convict. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought I could wait on that one. Shoot. Prison Mike is all I need to say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Oh my gosh, dude. That... The cringiness of that se- of that episode too is peak office, and the scene that oh my god the scene where Dwight puts a bunch of cash in his back pocket and then leans over <laughs> at Martin's desk yes <laughs> to see if he would take it <laughs> and he's like bending he's like pushing yeah. himself closer and closer <laughs> to him like obviously he's trying to get you to take that and Michael and Michael, they- when Michael reveals it to to Dwight that. Uh, that there's a conduct worker in the office. Dwight immediately goes to attack. And yeah. he, Michael has to hold him back. <laughs> this is also where that we where we start to get into, um, where we get into spots where they are comparing the office to prison. Yes, and all of the members of the office are like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like prison sounds, prison sounds better. Prison sounds better, about we also get one of the greatest lines to um, what's the worst thing about prison? The dementors. The dementors yeah. just like, and yeah. Jim goes for Harry Potter. No, no Harry Potter. There are no movies in prison. <laughs> and he talks to Ryan. He goes, don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. And he's like. Yeah. And he's yelling at Angela too. He goes, "We're gonna sh- uh, shove you up against the wall, biatch." <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a great no. pick, Kevin. Great pick. All right, and with my n- next pick, let's see. I'm gonna go to another season that I have not picked. I'm trying to see if you guys have. Yeah, you guys have. I'm going to go to season six and I'm going to pick Niagara. Damn it. Not only for the marriage and everything, but there are some 
insanely funny scenes in both of these episodes. Yes, there is. Dwight howling with his t-shirt, howling yes. during sex, him hooking up with Pam's cousin, or yeah, cousin, whatever it is. Uh, Isabel. Isabel. Um, Kevin getting his shoes thrown out because they're too stinky. Yes. Andy oh, sleeping God. in their room before the, the night they get married. Um, Which, Andy he d- carrying his yeah, he, <laughs> That's why yeah. he has to. And the best part of that is Pam's got to be the one that drives him around everywhere. The yeah. bride is driving him around everywhere. Oh. Oh, uh, and uh, what is it? Dwight, he brings Michael over. He's like, Michael, I found, twins. Oh, I found twins. And he's like, look at them. They're magnificent. And Michael's like, something is wrong with you. It's two guys. After it's Michael is dudes. Michael is successfully chatting up a good yes. looking woman at the bar. too. Yeah. That's also where Michael is basically getting ready in the vending machine area, the ice machine area. Some guy walks in and he's like, privacy, please. And he slams the door back on him because yes. Dwight's having sex in the room. So that yeah. huge sock is on the doorknob. Oh. And then Dwight, after the morning after, Isabel's like, "You want to go get some breakfast?" He's like, "No, I ate a whole bunch of sunflower seeds while you were asleep." <laughs> and then, like the and next th- scene, he's like smashing yeah. some eggs in front of Michael. <laughs> he's got a huge breakfast. That that also that whole thing I think ends, or what some part of it ends with Kevin talking about how his Kleenex box shoes yeah. are the are the hit of the party. A lot of opening conversation comes from that. And then he just shoves his feet in the ice machine. Yes. Oh, oh. One of the more disgusting moments on the show. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's also the when Michael checks into the hotel and they real, he realizes he's not going to have a room because he never <laughs> booked. He thought he was just going to get a room. Yeah. And he goes, it, it, it pans over to him and he goes, uh, he said, when Mary was denied a room at the end, Jesus was born. He said, when Michael was denied a room at the end, we don't know because that story hasn't been told yet. Like all of yeah. it. it that is such and a. Then he asks Kelly and Aaron, he's like, hey, can I stay in your guys' room? And Kelly says, no, I'd rather blow my brains out. <laughs> and then, of course, Toby has an extra bed. And he's like, I would rather, you will be, what does he say? You will be sleeping alone for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good pick. Oh, and then, obviously, gosh. other than the comedy, there's all the, the romance, the yes. wedding, and everything. That's good moments of the show. Yep. Okay, oof. So, gotta see where we're at. See where I haven't taken. So I'm going to take next, uh, season two episode. I think I'm gonna take it. Nope, I'm not gonna take that one. I'm gonna take a season three episode, and it is the convention, which is when, uh, Michael goes down to um I think it's Philly, right? Yeah, it goes down to Philly with Dwight for like this convention that a bunch of the Dunder Mifflin plants are meeting at so the the managers and uh it's his first time seeing Jim since he transferred over to uh Connecticut and uh the entire episode because then there's still the dynamic between Jan and uh Michael and now Carol's involved. So all of that happening. And it has one of my favorite Michael moments when Michael's getting ready to set up the room uh, for his party. And 
I think it's it's Josh and Jim walk in, and Jim and are they're joking around about something, and Michael starts laughing. He goes, "Ah, I love inside jokes." He said, "I'd love to be a part of one someday." It's like one of those awkward yep. Michael <laughs> moments that just is peak The Office. So that's my pick. Shout well, out Jerome Bettis. He's in this episode. Jerome Bettis us. is in this episode. Yes. And this is the, uh, we also get the Michael line where Jan goes, well, uh, I, underest- I underestimated you, Michael. And he goes, well, maybe next time you should estimate me. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the moments where you see like that Michael's actually really good at his job. And yes. like, this is why he still hasn't been fired, even though all the stupid things he does. Yeah. And <clears throat> I have another episode later that I'm going to probably talk about that he shows some of that too. Aaron. Yep. All right, I'm going to go with, let's see, I'm going to jump into season four. I don't have anything from season four, and I don't think you all have taken this one. So I'm going to take Night Out oh, from yeah, season four. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've got, let's see here. We have Ryan's drug problem coming to a head. <laughs> Uh, here, you've gone to the bathroom an awful lot. You should get that check. I'm gonna order you some cranberry juice while you're in there. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, throw vi- or get vodka in that or whatever." <laughs> it's also where he keeps looking at uh, Ryan's friend like oh he God. is a hobbit or a magical being of some kind. <laughs> yeah, this is also it's another spot here too where we see like uh, Gavin just mentioned in season six. But there's a theme here. So, okay, like you just mentioned with Michael, there are moments where the show lets you see that Michael is like a really good salesman. That's why he's the manager. This, we see this thing that like, this reoccurring theme that Dwight is a ladies man. Yeah. And this shows up yeah. here. This shows up here with the female basketball team um, where he's like, you, you, because Ryan can't, can't get him into a club. So Dwight gets him into a club with the volleyball team or the basketball team or whatever it is. And then that girl, as soon as they're leaving the club, uh, is like, hey, call me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he turns around and he's like, I'm never going to call her or whatever <laughs> that is. Um, this is also the episode where because they're gone, instead of, I think, coming back in on Saturday, Jim has everybody stay in the office. And he's yeah. super proud about what he's done. But he forgets to tell Hank. So they get locked in and uh, I'm trying to see here. Pam has something. Pam has a quote in this that makes me laugh. She's like, there is a master key and a spare key for the office. Dwight has them both. When I asked, (laughs) what if you die, Dwight? How will we get in the office? He said, if I'm dead, you guys have been dead for weeks. Because he thinks that everything is some survival thing and he's going to die by some drastic being. Yeah, it's got to be like an apocalyptic situation or something like that. So, yeah, uh, that's one of my favorite ones from uh, season four. So It also has the great awkward moment with when Toby puts his hand on Pam's leg. You're right. And then he said, like, like, oh, well, I'm going to around. Yes. He's like, I'm going to I'm moving to Costa Rica. I decided I'm going to do it. And then he runs yeah. and he jumps over the fence. There is. Oh, not thinking about that episode when Michael's talking to a girl and he goes to get a drink 
he calls his mom after he just met her and he's like talking about her talking about to her to his mom yeah it's so good and these girls at this club are in their 20s and stuff and he's like 40 years old (laughs) (laughs) you also have uh whenever the cleaning people come to the door oh yeah jim's like going to talk to him he's like oscar he's like why do you think you need me he's like just in case they speak Spanish and then they speak Spanish. Oscar's like, they happen to speak Spanish. <laughs> hmm. Tough call here, Aaron. Yeah. So I have no complaints with season two being the best season, but I think the one that gives it the run for the money for me is season seven. So I'm going to go back to season seven's well. Um, I'm going to take the culmination of Michael's efforts and dreams as seen on video. I'm going to take, I'm going to take threat level midnight. (laughs) Uh, like them talking about, they got a screening of threat level midnight and Michael storms out because they thought it was a comedy and he took it seriously. Like, it's just like, just that concept of him being so unaware of how funny yes. it is. Um, Creed playing the like wise old sage that Great helps Jack. him. And he's yeah. Mop the ice, <laughs> just mop the <laughs> ice. And then he hands him the hockey stick and he's like, what do I do with this? And he goes, mop the ice. <laughs> and, it just goes back there. and then the fact that like, I can't remember what he said it cost, but he blows Toby's head up. And they show his head blowing up like five times. And then he mentions something about how much it costs. I don't uh, think he says how much. He just says, far and away, the most expensive shot of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll take Threat Level Midnight because I think that's an, I think that's kind of a fun way to get other characters like you haven't seen in a while uh, back in on the, <clears throat> on the show and stuff. So I'll, I'll take that there. I am going to take in season two, I'm going to take the injury. I I don't know how I only have one other episode in season two so far, but this one was an all-timer with Michael burning his foot on the foreman grill and then acting like he's like got this huge, this major injury. Dwight rushes off to get him, uh, gets a concussion, running into a pole, running his car into a pole. And then when Michael gets back, like, well, you first off, you hear him on the phone talking and uh, they asked about the girl that he was supposed to go on a date with the other night, if she could pick him up. And he goes, I lied about that. He said, I didn't go on a date. So you hear all this happening in the background and then Dwight being super nice throughout the entire episode. And just Michael at his peak of his powers with the awkward comedy and the way he's so like involved with himself, acting like his injuries above everyone else's. And then he even says to a doctor, even when they're at the hospital, he goes, so uh, in a situation where someone has a major foot injury and had a miraculous recovery after someone put it, I think Ryan like gives him Tylenol or something or like baby aspirin. I think it was. He crushes baby aspirin. Something like that. And he goes, he goes, what's what's more serious, a concussion, like a little head injury or like a major foot injury? He goes, concussion, no question. He's like, well, you don't have the details. And he goes, he goes, still concussion. He goes, still a head injury. No, he says he says that well you don't know all the details the foot has been fairly severely burned yes. he says well for a foot injury or for a burn injury you just have to look at the outside and he says well 
or what do I need to know? Well, is the skin red or swollen? And then Dwight says, that's what she said. <laughs> Damn it, Dwight. That's my joke. Yeah. Yeah. And the in and, and when uh. they're in the van, when they they take Meredith's van and they're like, Oh, he uh, starts drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Dwight starts trying to drink whiskey and uh Jim has like the water bottle sprayer and he's spraying, spraying them yeah. both in the face. Yeah. And Michael's trying to get Ryan to rub country crock on his foot. Yes. <laughs> I am going to take yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take I know you guys I've already talked to you guys about this, but this is my favorite episode. Easily from season seven um, of all time. Also, uh, season seven, episode 16, PDA. Yeah. The element of Jim and Pam coming coming back to work from Valentine's Day lunch when they had bottomless champagne and they are drunk the whole time. Yes. And then it just also they have the sexual tension because everybody else is hooking up in the office. And so the rest of the episode, they are trying to find a place to hook up without being found. It's yep. amazing. And then you also have the moment when Michael and Holly end up saying they love each other to each other. It's just a perfect episode, I think. It is a great episode. That's also the one where, like, because they're looking for a place to hook up, they, they go to sneak into Ryan's office. Yeah. And, like, Ryan catches them, and they're like, what, he's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, oh, nothing, go. nothing. Like, yeah. You're going to use my office to have sex, weren't you? <laughs> And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> and he's like, just put everything back where it was. And then I'll, I'll be, just let me know when you're texting when you're done. Yes. There's the scene when Jim and Pam, after the meeting where everybody talks about them having sex in the office, uh, Jim and Pam are at the vending machine. And Jim is like, his head is up against the vending machine. He's not really paying attention. And Pam's like, can you imagine that? Every, that you just, nobody knows that you two had sex there except for you and him. And Jim goes, ew. <laughs> And Dwight's rattling off all the people that have had sex in the office. And yes. then Kevin goes, as has Kevin. She goes to another school. Yeah. <laughs> and then they say they break out into like figuring out what like what's allowed in the in that that room that they're going to the closet room they're going to have for having yeah. sex. And so wait, someone goes, I, I don't know if it was Kevin or someone goes, what about masturbation? He's like, OK, we'll allow it. No, Dwight, Michael says, we'll have three rooms, one for each base, no homers. And then Dwight says, what is the hookup zone's policy on masturbation? And Michael pauses and he says, pro. And he says, <laughs> yes. <laughs> for my next pick, I'm going to go to. I don't think anybody's gone here yet. I'm going to go to season eight. And I'm going to take Angry Andy. This is right after um, Nelly steals his job and he just got back with Aaron and all this. What sells this episode for me is the scene when they're talking about impotence. Oh. And Robert California is like, he has a talking head where he's like, I almost didn't come in today. And he's like laughing because he's like excited that he did come in today and this is the topic. And he's like going around the room telling everybody to describe one of their best directions. <laughs> and and uh, Andy's like, yeah, Jim, why don't you tell us about one of yours? And Jim is uh, 
or Pam says that, and Jim's like, "Oh yeah, we might we may have had an issue with impotence before." And Jim's like, "Really? We have?" And Pam says, "Yeah, maybe a couple times." And Jim says, "A couple of times." And then he goes, <laughs> he he gets onto it, and he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, well we had already had sex so many times that day, and I was just exhausted." And Pam's like, oh, "Okay, okay." <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna take. I'm sure I think Gavin does this too, but I do a like around Christmas do like watch all of Christmas episodes of The Office for sure and uh, I think after watching them all a couple times I definitely I think this it may just be because of one scene but I, I'm i going to take what I what is my favorite uh, Santa, or, uh, Christmas episode and that is Secret Santa in uh, season 6 and I I really think that feels it, like a shot at that feels like a shot at me since I've taken two Christmas episodes already. But go ahead. No, what what does that mean? That hurts my that hurts my heart. Why? You're just taking a shot at my Christmas because I've taken two Christmas episodes and you're no, like, no, you've this is the best Christmas episode. It's all good. You just take no, shots at no, 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 never. But this is the episode where uh, there's two Santas because Michael's super offended that he can't yeah be Santa, and he has Kevin sit on his lap, and it's not even. It's like how he acts, yes, how he responds to like how heavy Kevin is lap. But if you watch in the background, like they actually like people can't stop laughing. So they have to there's a scene where Andy's there in one of the shots and then it cuts back and he's not because he literally dove on the floor laughing because of how like how the, the cast responded to them to this entire scene. And the way uh Michael when he gets up after Kevin gives his wish and he's like kicking his leg like it's dead. Yeah. Like it's all of it. Love there it. There is a scene that got left in from that scene that you just talked about. Yeah. Where you can see Kelly breaking. Like and you can see, like, see yes. her laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Any episode that has Michael just absolutely ruining whatever's going on yes. in the office, I am a sucker for that. I don't care how annoying he is in those moments. Every I time. Love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. I oddly enough, I haven't been in season two yet. So I'm gonna jump into season two right now. Um I'm gonna take Casino Night from season two. Um classic. Let me see here. You can start with the whole debacle of Michael having two girls come to the casino night. Yes. Yes. Dwight is supposed to warn him when they get there, and he's late both times, um, <laughs> telling him. Um, Creed has a great line. Uh, oh, I steal things all the time. Just something I do. I stopped caring a long time ago. You should see how many supplies I've taken from this place. Honestly, I love stealing things. And then he rigs the uh, he rigs the refrigerator thing. Um, so he can win that. And he's like, thanks. I've never owned a refrigerator. <laughs> um, and then probably the most quotable line from the show that's used in my house in my life is Toby tells Michael, I didn't think it was appropriate to invite children since it's a, you know, gambling, alcohol, our dangerous warehouse. It's a school night. You know, Hooters is catering. It's that. Is that enough? Should I keep going? 
And Michael says to him, why are you the way that you are? (laughs) I hate everything that you choose to be. Yep. Yep. Um, That's, that's probably the line that gets used the most in my house uh, between uh, a certain someone and myself uh, is why are you the way that you are? Um, So that's my pick from season two. And then, I'll just jump into, I'll do it. I don't know if it's cliche or what to take it, but I'll take the finale. I'll take the finale, uh, season nine. I think on, um, on a, it has so many feel good moments in the finale. Um, you have, Jim's uh because he's best uh best mensch, mensch bestest mensch and he's uh doing the uh, what are they called Guten uh Guten Pronken yeah Guten Pronken um so <clears throat> I also one of my favorite lines overall from the show and so like sentiment sentimentality wise i i think is probably andy's best line from the show yeah when he says i wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days like before they were gone or before you were out of them um so i mean just bringing everybody back and then obviously uh michael and you get you get Michael talking about like, it's just like watching both of your children grow up and they marry each other. It's every parent's dream. <laughs> like uh, that's classic. You get Ryan and Kelly's finish to their story arc where they leave a baby, <laughs> like leave a baby at a wedding. Um, uh, Toby is bawling while he's lolly while he's dancing with Pam. Um, I just, the scene too. Dwight and Angela standing in their graves and uh, Nellie goes, uh, I get the sentiment sentimentality of it, but why are the graves so shallow? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's just, uh, that's, that's funny. Reed running from the police. Yes. Yes. Also just cool side note, Creed singing his own song. Yeah. Uh, in that end moment. And then him doing his final bit. Um, while he's being arrested yeah. at the end, um, them telling the truth about like that, that being his, his real band when they're giving his recap. So, uh, and then uh, Ed Helms really did do um, that speech at Cornell. Uh, that's on YouTube too. So all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool. So <clears throat> a little chalky, but I feel like this late in the draft, that's a good pick. Um yeah, I don't. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I've watched the table read for this episode. It's on YouTube. It's like an hour long or something. And when they did the table read for this episode, they uh, Michael's lines were read by Creed. Yeah. So whenever he says, uh, "It's like all my kids grew up and married each other. It's every parent's dream." That was Creed's line at the table read because they did. It was like a surprise that Steve Carell was coming back. I mm-hmm. think that's nice. hilarious that, that is awesome. Creed read those lines. <laughs> 
so I'm going to take my season nine episode and it is AARM. It's a two parter. Oh yeah. But it is the episode. It's like right before the finale. It's like the episodes right before the finale, but uh, it's the episode where kind of after all this turmoil, Pam and Jim are kind of back in a good spot. Uh, Pam finally gets to find out what, Jim wrote in season two in that teapot. Like you get that. It's which I thought was really cool that they did that. And it actually was a note that Jim Krasinski wrote to Pant with wrote to Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Which was also cool. And they but still it, haven't they still haven't even shared what that is like no, two actors. Which I, I which is awesome. It is. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And Dwight or Jim is assistant to the uh he's assistant to the regional manager and then his goal that episode is to make he's they need to find an assistant to the assistant to the regional manager and mm-hmm. Jim's goal is to make Dwight make himself his own yeah. assistant's assistant to the regional manager and it is so good because they have all these like trials they go through they have these things Jim sets up yeah it was uh and then I also really like the they gave like a goodbye to Daryl like the office did them dancing yeah. with him which I yep. which is fun you also have uh, Angela finally tells Dwight that Philip is her yes. son. Yep. He proposes to her in the end of this episode, and then she's like, "Philip's your son." Yep. That's where he's like screaming at her in yeah. the in the, the megaphone. The, the megaphone he pulls or her over. Yes. He cuts her Shut off, up, and she's woman. Like, Dwight, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> he says. He says, you can have a hundred different children with a hundred different lovers and I'd still be with you. <laughs> yes. Because I love you. She's also, I, she's living at uh, Oscar's place, right, in this episode, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. she lives yeah. with Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. The good one. That's the one where he says, uh, looks like I finally got, it says something to the effect of like, I finally got Angela in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> He's yeah, about their living situation. And then he says, so. "Hey, <laughs> like he's <laughs> like, oh, I made a joke." <laughs> yeah, I guess I gotta go season nine here. I don't have to, but I'm going to. You guys took the two I was gonna take from season nine, so let me look here for a second. What am I gonna take? I'm just going to wait and take season nine here in a minute so I can think about it more. I'm going to take, I'm going to dip back into season four. I'm going to take season four, episode 10, Branch Wars. Yeah. Whenever uh, Michael and Dwight convince Jim that they're going out on a sales call and they're not actually, they're going to sabotage the what branch does Karen work for? I can't remember it all of a sudden. Uh, Utica. Utica yeah. branch. Yep. Because they're trying to poach Stanley. The scene where they are in the car and Dwight is pissing in a can. And he's like, stop <laughs> moving around so much. You're making me spray. And he's like, I think I cut my penis on the lid. And then later on the way back, he they're talking and he says... I cut a chunk out of my penis for nothing. <laughs> that is probably <laughs> one of 
like every time I see that, I LOL because not even because of the show as much, but because of the blooper. Yeah. Every time Rain yeah. Wilson said, I cut a chunk out of my penis, the way he said it, <laughs> John and Steve just absolutely lost it every single time. That is probably the best blooper of the whole show. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. So what do you got next, Gavin? I'm going to take the, I'm going to go back to season two. Um, I'm going to take the client. This is the episode I was talking about earlier where you see a little bit of how good of a salesman Michael is. Yeah. But also (laughs) Tim Meadows, who plays Christian in this episode, the client is so freaking good. The banter between him and Steve. I don't know how, uh, what's her name? Nicole Harden, Jan, how she got through that scene of those two just going back and forth with each other. That's another good blooper. If you go watch those two singing the Chili's baby back ribs, that's a really good freaking uh, blooper. But you see this whole time in this episode, Michael is goofing around with Christian and Jan's like, oh my God, this guy's an idiot. He's going to blow this sale. And then he's playing the long game and then they go mm-hmm. to the bar and they're having drinks. And then all of a sudden they're talking business while Christian is a little tipsy and you see Jan's Jan's eyes light up. She's like, oh, wow, he's actually doing really well. And then that inevitably leads to them making out in the parking lot. Yep. Yep. That was a good one. That's the one where I'm trying to remember if I've got that. That quote from Tim Meadows makes me laugh every time. I mean, you put your arms out there. You slit your wrists. You said, world, this is my blood. Yeah. It's red, just like you. So love me. Like, <laughs> that's, it's such a good line. They start singing the baby bag ribs thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and, like, Michael, Michael, like, he essentially shushes her multiple yeah. times. Mm-hmm. It's, he goes, yeah. he's like, hey, <laughs> he's like, and then he goes, this is why I needed a code because I didn't want her to start talking business so soon. I needed to warm him up. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's, um, that's the first, did you say that, that, did you say that's the first time we see him as a good salesman? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that's the first time you really see yeah. that yeah. he is very good at his job. I'm between two and season eight, but I think, okay, I'm going to take my season eight pick, and that is Garden Party. Uh, It's the episode where they have a garden party at Dwight's uh, house, and Andy's essentially doing it to impress his parents, having this garden party, but Dwight buys this book about, like, the essentials on garden parties or whatever and it was written by or it was like written by jim like jim put it together and had all this stuff yes and the stuff that uh dwight does like for instance and it's it's honestly strictly this prank that made me pick this episode but he when someone walks out or walks in you have to announce the person and there's a scene where jim walks out and in about four different times like oh i forgot my keys and he walks past dwight again so he has to (laughs) announce him each time he's walking in and out and then you have the scene where Moe's is driving people's cars into this random field and then jumping yeah. out and like running across the cars. Yeah. Yeah. Great episode. Another part of That's that. All... Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go I was going to say that when Dwight's announcing all those people, when uh, Stanley and his, it's not his wife, but Stanley comes in and he says, 
Mr. Stanley Hudson and his mistress, <laughs> Cynthia. <laughs> Isn't this the spot, too, where you get everybody finally gets the kind of feel why Andy is the way he is? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what would they catch, like, on the baby monitor, too? Mm-hmm. So, like, afterwards, they have that sympathetic moment where they invite uh, Andy over. Like, uh, Daryl's like, hamburger or cheeseburger, man. And yeah. so they get him in there, they have the beer. And then Dwight does the closing ceremonies where they're all got, like, the fire torches and stuff. <laughs> and they're moving around. Which, by the way, like, that's kind of that's kind of cool how they end the thing. So, like, I know that's a prank, but that ending with the fire torches with all of them dancing or whatever mm-hmm. in those movements, that it's kind of a... Um, it's a good moment. So, I also love the part in the beginning of this when Andy is describing what type of attire they all need to wear, and he's like, "They're like, what should we wear?" He says, "Connecticut casual," and Stanley says, "Is any chance uh, Connecticut casual is Pennsylvania business? I.e., this is what I'm wearing to your party." <laughs> yeah. And Robert's on the phone with him, asking if he wants the a basil plant or the marmalade, and. He gets two, and then he ends up bringing in the wrong one. Yeah. It's, it's got some good moments in it. That's yeah. also the moment because he's talking with his dad, and he's talking with his dad about kind of how important he is. And the first thing Robert California says when he stands up is he says, uh, he essentially says that himself and Andy are not important. Yeah. <laughs> like, he says the employees are important. But he immediately, like, in front of his parents says, <laughs> Andy's not important. So all the work that Andy's been doing, like, he cuts him out in, like, a second of his yeah. speech. I think specifically oh. he says, uh, Andy and I would be sitting here in our dirty diapers if it wasn't for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm going to jump to, because I've got everything except for season eight. At this point, so I'm going to jump. I'll wait to get my season eight in a minute. I'm going to jump back into season five, uh, and I'm going to take golden ticket. Yeah. <clears throat> the um, I think it's the cold open where we do the knock knock joke. It's either in the. I think it's either in the episode or it's in the cold open of golden ticket where we do the knock knock joke with the KGB. Yes. Am I right about that? Yeah. And that's where uh, he gets to white back with that. Uh, ding dong. <laughs> and then like everybody's super like the, the look on Michael's face. Like, Oh no, you get it. You get it. You get it. And then you get the moment where Jim slaps Dwight. The KGB will wait for no one. Like you get that moment. You get the golden ticket idea. The Willy Wonka golden ticket idea. Uh, except for Michael puts all five golden tickets uh, in extreme proximity. <laughs> so they get sent out to the same, the same company. He then tries to sell Dwight, uh, sell Dwight down the river. Um, uh, but it, it, it turns around. And so that, that place uh, sends all their business and office supply business with Dunder Mifflin, which I didn't know at that point, uh, Dunder Mifflin, because um he says that whatever company they go with in Golden Ticket, whatever company that gets all of the Golden Tickets, get they they sign up to do all of their office supplies. 
So that's the first moment that I, I realized that they do more than paper, I guess, because he mentions that they're they're signing on to take care of all of their office supplies. But um, there's a moment where Pam says, when Michael's skirting a phone call, he gives me a list of places to say he is stopping a fight in the parking lot and Obama fashion show, whatever <laughs> that is, or trapped in an oil painting. I think I'm going to save that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like Golden Ticket a lot from uh, season five. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'll go with... I think I'll jump back into season two and I'll go booze cruise since booze cruise hasn't been taken. Mm-hmm. I, I think Rob Riggle is hilarious in this yes, episode. He yes, he is. Um, his constant struggle with Michael in this episode is hilarious. Uh, you also get some, this is, this is the moment where Jim is a little bit liquored up. So he tells Michael, about his feelings for Pam uh, here in the episode. Uh, You also get Dwight being put on the fake steering wheel of the ship up at the front of the episode, like he's steering it. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, heading out on a booze cruise in the middle of January because, quote-unquote, it's cheaper. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean... Um, I don't know where it lands on everybody's list, but this late, something that I, season two, it's got a lot of laughs, got a lot of emotions with the couples here. So yeah, I'll take that. Great value at that spot too. So I'm going to take my season. I'm surprised I haven't taken one yet. I'm going to take my season five episode and it's going to be the first episode of that season. Weight loss. It's got so it's a two parter, but it's got so much going on pam is leaving for uh her art school and then they obviously have this weight loss thing going on where they all have to get weighed together as an office and you have michael still trying to hit on holly trying to figure out a way around that the uh awkward or this is also this you get some great holly not still not realizing that kevin is not mentally challenged moments in this I'm pretty sure this is the episode where he re- it's the one that gets where, revealed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you you have a couple moments with them in this, and you get Jim proposing to Pam, so you get that kind of payoff, which is exciting for that for what's been going on in the show. And when Michael has the goatee, because Ryan has the goatee, because Ryan's coming back. And then Dwight yeah. gets it, and when Dwight gets it, they both shaved it off. So Dwight's the <laughs> only one left with the goatee. And this is the uh, this one of Michael's characters, Michael Klump. We get to meet, yeah, with a sumo suit that he had that he decided to buy and not rent. Which <laughs> that aspect, and I think there was one other thing that stuck. Uh, it was the one, yeah. It was Kelly almost dying from oh yeah the juice cleanse she was on, and she goes, yeah. I bought a tapeworm from Creed, and Creed goes, that wasn't a tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> this one has one of my more favorite that's what she says that didn't actually happen 
whenever um Dwight is trying to get everybody to eat a bunch of food before their first way in. Yes. He's like, here, one more one more bite of Eclair each. He says, shove it in your mouth if you can't swallow. And Jim looks like over. thinks thinks Michael's gonna say that's what she said and looks at him and Michael doesn't say anything because he's trying to impress Holly. <laughs> you also have the moment where uh Holly's date kind of bailed on her and she's got two tickets to like oh, this yes. this concert. And so like Michael's like, you know what? No, I'm gonna buy him from you. And like Holly's like, no, you don't have to. He's like, no, I insist. I insist. And so he takes the tickets, he shows them to the camera, and you think he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to go with you. But instead, he just rips them up. And then he yeah. goes, can I get this to you later? He said, I've I've got a cap on my ATM right now, so we can't get all the cash out. <laughs> all right. I'm going to take my season nine. Um, I wasn't talking during Aaron's last pick because I was looking to see which season nine episode I was going to pick. And I have decided I'm going to take season nine, episode 11, Suit Warehouse. Yes. <laughs> this is right when Clark gets back from uh, his vacation with Jan. And Dwight is going to, he's he, he wants to uh, call Jim for this sales meeting because they used to do the, where they were brothers. And then it shows the montage of all the sales they went on as brothers. And then, so he, picks Clark to go with him. The whole meeting where Dwight thinks that the two guys like the father and son like each other, but then they don't end up liking each other. The whole bit with Dwight talking about him picking up cat turds. And it ended up being <laughs> that that was something that he actually did. Um, and then on the other side, not part of the warehouse bit, but you have uh, Daryl interviewing with Jim's company and he shoots the basketball and he hits the fish and he kills all the fish. Yes. All that stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of, this is the one. I'm surprised this one hasn't been taken. I'll go ahead and take it here. Um, season three, episode one, Gay Witch Hunt. Yeah, that one. I'm actually fell shocked this hasn't been taken yet. From the from Jim making Dwight think that he can buy Gaydar online, that's that's the last part yes. anyway. But the end scene when he's scanning everybody and he's like, "Oh, it works!" After he scans it, Oscar and it scans himself. And he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah. So yep. Michael kissing him. Uh, just I'm trying to think of some other things that happen in this, other than the obvious with Oscar and the gay. We get to meet Andy in this one. This introduces Andy. Oh yeah, yeah. And do I, I? This is the one where Jim does the stapler prank on him too, right? And he gets super pissed. You see the yes, intro yes. to Andy being pissed, and so he's freaking out. And uh, the camera pans over to Jim, and Jim's like shaking his head to like not look at him, not yeah. like make it bring attention to him. Yeah, it was good. Good pick. There's another. Oh, there's a. This is a good funny part where. Uh, they're Michael and Dwight are looking through the window trying to figure out who else is gay because Michael's like, I need to know. I, I just can't. What if I say something? And then Dwight says, you could just not say anything offensive. And then eventually he's like going through him. He's like, you think he says, Angela, she could be a gay woman. And Dwight looks at camera. He says, <laughs> definitely <smirks. not." laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh, it's good. I'm going to take 
Let's see here. I'm going to take season four episode and I'm going to go the deposition. Oh, yeah. So this it's like this entire sequence on this episode, because it's not just the fact that they're testifying for Jan to find out uh, if she's going to uh, get money from the company or like win this lawsuit. But you have David Wallace talking to him and Ryan before, like trying understanding who Michael is and like Ryan's playing up the fact that Michael still loves him yeah. and trying to make sure he doesn't like hurt the company. So it's like a, it's, it's like Michael's uh product of like divorced parents, like choosing between Dunder Mifflin and Jan. And even back at the office, when they're having the ping pong tournament where Pam wants Jim to defend his, uh, to her honor with Kelly. Cause Kelly's talking crap about Daryl beating Jim, that whole thing. You find out, Dwight's this like amazing ping pong player. And then the scene where uh <laughs> they're talking, they're going, they're trying the at the deposition, they're reading over what Michael said. And Michael makes the that's what she said joke. And then like who said? And Michael's like, no, that's what she said. It, it's the entire dynamic of the episode to the cafeteria when uh Toby's trying to like console Michael and talk to him, and Michael just pushes <laughs> his lunch off the table. <laughs> Like so slowly, he's so like, slow. "Just get away from me." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This uh, episode has probably the one of my most used office memes is whenever he said, "She says the deposition lady at the beginning says, do you agree to all this that you're under oath or whatever?'" Blah blah. And he says, mm, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. Okay. This episode leads right into dinner party. There, yes, yep. this is kind of why they blow up in dinner party. Because Jan specifically <laughs> doesn't win it because of Michael. Yeah, because of some of the stuff he said about company not being what she's saying it is. Yeah, it was from the from the diary that he had under his <laughs> under his bed talking about it. Uh, Aaron, let me see here. I've got one. I hope you guys don't take. I was going to save it for my last pick. I don't have anything from season eight, so I'll take it here. I'm going to take Pam's replacement from season eight. Um, Let me see here. This is where I'm trying to see here. Uh, You've got the the awkward, the weird jam session with Robert California where oh, he yeah. brings in his friends. Um, this is where uh, Pam is trying to figure out whether or not Jim is telling the truth oh, about uh, about finding her replacement attractive. So she essentially hires Dwight yes. to do this. Um, and they take him to like, they do like a lie detector test, uh, with that. Uh, and this is also, I think the cold open is where Andy tells Aaron, Hey, I've got an important client in my office. I want yep. you to come in and tell me that I like, I have a phone call and, um, I'm going to be like, no, I, I'm going to ignore it because, uh he's too important but then she comes in and is like hey you have a phone call he's like nah i'm, I'm with him i'm with an important client nah, nah, nah. 
uh, your mother's dead. (laughs) She pulls that. And she also has multiple people in the office playing along with this. So like, uh, it's not mother or grandmother. It's one of those two that are dead. And, uh, he just has to like, keep on. Yeah. Her last words were, uh, like keep selling or keep it like he has to work through all of that. So, uh, that's probably going to be my uh, season eight episode. That just the Pam trying to figure out whether or not Jim is lying and her working with Dwight is very funny to me. Whenever she has uh, Dwight, he's like acts like he's stumbling and falling, and he says, "I need oh. something sturdy to grab onto." And he grabs Jim's crotch. <laughs> yeah, and he comes and he does back it so many times. He comes back to Pam and says, "Does your husband have very soft erections?" <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Oh man. Let me see here. I have all my seasons taken care of. And off the top of my head, I'm forgetting which season this is. Uh I'm taking Michael's birthday. Season two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just the dichotomy of Michael's Episode birthday 19. being being ruined. Because Kevin is waiting to find oh my God. out. He has cancer. <laughs> like, uh, and then there's a line where Dwight says, why tip someone for a job I'm capable of doing myself? I can deliver food. I can drive a taxi. I can, and I do, cut my own hair. I did, however, tip my urologist because I'm unable to pulverize my own system. <laughs> So, uh, and I'm trying to think too, Dwight for Michael's birthday gets him this nice hockey sweater. um, And on the back, it says number one and it says Dwight. It says from Dwight. (laughs) From Dwight. (laughs) Yeah. Like um, just again, Michael's showing off that he can skate, which is another thing that he can do really well. Yeah. Um, That's just kind of an interesting thing. So. Uh, I'm trying to think if I had any more quotes. No, I can't really remember any other quotes that I've got. Written. I didn't have anything else written down, but yeah, Michael's birthday is one there. I'll take. There's all <sighs> oh, there's whenever Kevin finds out that he gets the call and he doesn't have cancer, he says it's negative, and Michael thinks that negative means that oh it's yeah a yeah thing, and he rips his Livestrong bracelet off, and he's like, "Come on, Kevin, we're gonna get through this, man." His Livestrong bracelet that he made. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have one more quote. It's from Kelly. It's one of Kelly's funnier lines. Uh, I never really thought about death until Princess Diana died. That was the saddest funeral ever. That and my sisters. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm good taking that one there. So, I like that pick, especially this late. <clears throat> I'm going to take, I actually don't think, yeah, I haven't taken a season seven pick yet. I'm going to go with Andy's play. Wow. And I, this episode, from the beginning part where they come in, Andy has this big spectacle, right? <clears throat> of them coming in and singing the beginning uh, of the the musical. And Michael comes out and he's like smiling and excited about it and he's like it's awkward and they're like talking they after they finish he goes so when when is the casting call when is the when did we find out who the cast is yeah like awkward because he was not casted in it 
and then the episode throughout the episode you can see his resentment as he goes to the he ends up going to it even though he doesn't want to because he wasn't picked for the part he drops a he brings a wine bottle he drops it and it rolls down this entire thing banging clanging along the way uh halting everything that's going on in the musical then uh Michael at the end as they're bringing out Sweeney Todd Michael starts booing in the background <laughs> then you got the balloons popping in the air uh all of it was was great you have two more distractions in there too Andy's phone goes off and he yes. has to pretend like it's a bird it's a bird and then Aaron has um the baby crying in the back so they have to like stop for the baby crying too because uh she just really wanted to see the play so yeah. she just uh I'm, don't worry i'll just take her home i'll get her some ice cream and take her home <laughs> yeah whenever uh pam is questioning like why did you bring her or she, uh, she said why did you guys leave me in the car seat then and jim said well that was for if like you needed to take her to the emergency room or something and aaron says why would I need to take her to the emergency room? <laughs> so, first off, just a side note, Sweeney Todd, that's one of my favorite, like, I'm not a musical guy, but I love Sweeney Todd. Just a side note for that. So, if you've not seen the the movie, it's pretty good. But, um, <clears throat> the, the guy, because isn't this also where because I think Andy lies to make his feelings, like Michael's feelings, a little bit better. And he says, yeah, they must have brought in. I think they brought in somebody. Like, they must have brought in a ringer. Yeah, and yeah that's finds what they out say. That the dude that playing Sweeney Todd is uh, Daryl's, like, plumber. Yes. <laughs> yep. So. No, and then you have in the background at the end, you have uh, Creed, like, recording his review of the musical. The scene where he's in the back with like yeah, a yeah. yeah. <laughs> he oh yeah, Michael is arguing with the guy who plays Sweeney Todd at the end, and Creed comes up behind him and says, "Easy, Michael. I just saw this guy kill a bunch of people." <laughs> <laughs> and oh, the end, the end scene too, when they show because uh, the the director comes up and he re- recognizes Michael and he goes, <laughs> "You're the guy who did the entire Lawn uh, Lawn oh, Order episode," yes. and then it shows his audition. And it shows me even making the noises, like for the for the dun, episode. Dun. Yeah, da da. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, I'm assuming even once we pick all these, we're gonna talk about some honorable mentions because I there's some that I'm not gonna pick that I still wanna say a few things about. So with that being said, I'm going to take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go to season seven, uh, episode eighteen. Todd Packer. Not only does it have the funny parts that Todd Packer brings, all the inappropriate jokes that he makes and everything, but it kind of rounds out Michael to where he finally lost his immature friend, and he kind of realizes that it's not about all his old stuff. That he's he realizes that. Todd Packer is a jerk and he's ready to be just with Holly kind of rounds out his story before it actually rounds it out. The scene with uh, Kevin where he says that Kevin can can't read. And then he's like, yeah, you can read a menu. And then Todd leaves and uh, everybody's looking at him and Kevin says, 
Well, he's kind of right. I could lose some weight. <laughs> so Isn't with... this also where they play the big prank on Packer? Yes. Well, you have like them working to get him on down the... to Florida. They get him to move to Florida. Yeah. Yeah, you have Dwight and Jim working on the prank together, and then Dwight's like, uh, giving Jim a hard time because he's like, "Dude, these ideas suck." And he's like, one of them was like to do the desk to where you can't open your drawer. So then uh-huh. Jim does it to Dwight, and he's like, "Oh, we're trying to open." It. He's like, "Damn it!" He's trying to figure it out. He's like, "Right when we get start, right when we get through the good stuff." <laughs> okay, for my last pick, I'm stuck between two different ones from season two. I'm going to go with, wait, I'm going to make sure nobody's taking it because it's a pretty popular episode. No. Season 2, episode 20, drug testing. Yeah. yeah. Jim making Dwight think that he may have smoked weed and lost his memory is <laughs> so <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> you told me I'd be running this interview. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then uh, shows <laughs> Dwight shows Creed the picture and he names the exact strand of marijuana yeah. that it is and he goes no right. it's marijuana <laughs> so to round this out there's probably one I should take in season 2 that I'm looking at but I'm not going to for I'm going to take I'll make my last pick for my wife because this is her favorite office episode ever and it is season 2 conflict resolu- resolution that, that's what I was debating between so it, it every time we watch The Office, she asks for me to like if she's around, she asks me to put this episode on, and I get like it's hilarious because you go through all these issues that are going through the office, and you get you get to hear like a lot of them you get to see, but you get to hear a lot of Jim's pranks on Dwight, like the ones where like he yeah. put coins. That is in, the best one. Yes, <laughs> he put coins in his phone, and still, <laughs> finally it was just like the weight would be off on his phone, though he couldn't pick it up right. And the best have... part of that one that you just said is before they even show, like before Jim explains it, Michael is reading them off and he says, "Last week, uh, I hit myself in the I hit myself in the head with my phone." And Michael's like, "What? <laughs> I was not Jim's fault." <laughs> and you go, dude, it's so good. And then you go through uh, Andy, not Andy. Sorry, Andy wasn't there. It was uh, Angela and. Oscar's issue with Angela's poster. So yeah. then the 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 fix is having uh Oscar or yeah, having Oscar make a t-shirt of the of him with the with the picture on it. So then he that's where she can see it, but he doesn't have to see it. And they don't even make it into a t-shirt. He just no. like tapes the poster to his shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's when they were doing the uh the ID cards pictures, right? Oh yeah. That was that, yeah. and so Michael asks if they can do a a group picture at the end. And like he keeps taking it too quick. So he keeps having to pay him like 50 bucks to take it over again. <laughs> and people aren't looking. It's blinking. And he goes, luckily, I'm a master at uh, uh, <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> Photoshop. It's so terrible. And it's awful. <laughs> you also have in that one with the photo with the ID pictures. Uh, Jim asks Dwight. He's like, you want to get our pictures taken together, Dwight? And Dwight says, why would we do that? He says, oh, no, we can just meet downstairs in the morning every day and come in together. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. That's also when he makes his ID. Uh, yeah. Dwight. He laminates it in that huge thing, right? Yeah, but he also it's makes security risk. Yes. He changes his name, his middle name to fart instead of Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me see here. 
I'm going to go season six. I'm going to take murder from season six. <laughs> um, murder starts out in the cold open with Dwight holding his yearly seminar on the newest updates in karate. Oh, man, what a good cold open. And essentially, he's got Phyllis fighting himself, but Jim convinces Dwight <laughs> to fight himself. And he talks about the, um, <laughs> like, what happens if the Yakuza overthrows the triad and they come after you. <laughs> like, that's the scenario that Dwight's painted. Um, so he's attacking himself. And then he ends it. He ends the cold open with the surprise attack, and he hits himself in the groin. Like, <laughs> um, and then essentially the episode builds because everybody's worried about the the status of Dunder Mifflin and what's going to happen. And again, this is an episode where we're reminded that Michael, um, when Michael needs to rise to the occasion, he does. Yeah, and he actually shows here in the moment that he's um, better in these moments than maybe. Or, or he at least has the same kind of sense of, of what to do in his experience matters here. And Jim is not right where we right. get a couple of those moments too, where Jim is pretty like, Oh, this is what we should do. Cause Michael's a doofus. But Michael's like, no, we're just going to play this game. Um, so they play bells, bourbon and bullets, a murder mystery game um, from, I think like Louisiana or something like that. So they all take on these, southern draws and they're playing this murder mystery game this is probably another one of the i would say top 10 memes that you'll find on the internet with the the ending with the triple guns where yeah. you've got dwight andy and michael pointing at each other like that's a huge one pam is also still playing at the end yes. uh, and she's got her like white gloves on um <laughs> jim has to take a back seat to this idea because of him getting Michael to stop what's called Tube City. Hamsters <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes>. <laughs> running through their tubes um, all the time. I'm trying to think here. Uh, <laughs> Angela's name is Voodoo Mama Juju <laughs> in this. And then I, I have a couple quotes. Uh, Dwight, I know she didn't do it. It's never the person you most suspect. It's also never the person you least suspect since anyone with half a brain would suspect them the most. Therefore, I know the killer to be Phyllis, a.k.a. Beatrix Bourbon, the person I most medium suspect. <laughs> like, uh, a lot of... This is also the one where I think they're talking about a murder and Creed comes in late yes. and then leaves because they're like... Um, yeah. Oh, just a second. I got to go back to my desk. And then he runs out. <laughs> Michael, Michael says games have the power to distract people from stressful situations. Battleship got me through my parents' divorce. Operation got me through my vasectomy. Uh, and I don't think I would have been able to. And, and, I don't think I would have been able to endure my breakable holly if it wasn't for toss across. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'll take murder there to uh, uh, it's also Oscar trying to do his weird southern voice yes. when he's trying to explain what's going on with Thunder Mifflin 
the the plantation. <laughs> that's another crazy. That's another very funny uh, blooper. Whenever he does that for the first time, because everybody else hadn't heard it yet, and as soon as he first the first time he did it, everybody just Lost absolutely it. died. Yep. Yep. Michael admits this is the hardest he's worked in a long time in this episode. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There's some good squads, uh, guys. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen this show all the way through like you guys have a bunch of times. So I just tried to put up ones that I knew that had moments that stuck out and were memorable to me. So. One that I was going to take last that I decided not to because I was going to go with Emma's favorite was uh it's season seven, but it's christening when oh, yeah. Yeah. Pam and Jim's daughter gets uh they're all the whole office is at the hospital. I know the Dw- quote you're going to say. <laughs> and Dwight. Oh, I'm sorry. Tyler's I'm laughing. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> While he's laughing, I'll say another quote <laughs> that I'm I know Tyler likes. It's. Michael, he said uh, at the end, he says, I don't know if I caught the passion of the Christ <laughs> or the Holy Spirit, but I'm loving these people. <laughs> yes. And Dwight's trying to sell like half off printers. He's trying to do discounted printers or product at church. Yeah. And there's like this. Uh, this mission trip leaving. And of yeah. course, Michael jumps on the trip for this attention and Andy joins him and then halfway down the trip they're like excited to go build houses wherever Mexico was Mexico and they finally start getting cold feet and Michael's trying to get him to stop the bus and he tries to pull (laughs) he's thinking he's like I don't have to do this but he's he's thinking if he pulls the 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 thing that rings to the bus driver that it will just stop the bus and he just turns the bus driver just turns the ring off oh (laughs) Yeah, this is also that. That's also where you get um, the food, the food issues, yes. uh, where they don't have enough food because they don't anticipate everybody coming, uh, and then you find out, room. you find out Angela's taking the croissants in her purse, and Kevin <laughs> exposes her for that. <laughs> you also like <laughs> Jim. Jim loses Cece, and uh, someone tells her that the little blonde girl taking her. So as Angela's leaving. He screams at her from across the banquet hall. And she's like, did you think I'm taking your baby? And he's like, right then, there, yes, just a second. Yes, absolutely, I did. I don't now, but I did. Whenever Kevin uh, confronts her about stealing all the scones, he's, he's like, look in here, Jim. There's scones, thousands of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Doesn't one kid get off the bus with him, too? Yes. Yeah. But the the best I think the best part on that bus is like they're trying to convince him to stay. Like they're trying to be like, no, join with us. And they're giving him reasons. And Michael goes, We can go back and forth all day. <laughs> He's like, yeah. but I need to get off this bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. other was- good ones I had. Uh obviously the pilot. Not I mean, it's just it's just iconic because it comes from it's basically an exact script of the UK show. Um women's appreciation from season three is when they he take michael takes all the girls to the mall that one is very funny mainly for me because of i've seen the blooper whenever um they're in victoria's secret or i don't know if it's they call it that in the show but it's a it's a lingerie store and uh 
Angela, he says, everybody go get one thing and I'll buy it for you. And Angela won't get anything. And he's sitting there. He's like, come on, don't you want something good? Get you a little push up bra, all this. And then I don't think it's, I don't think it's in the actual episode in the blooper. Steve Carell's just running through a bunch of different bits just to try to get (laughs) Angela to laugh. And he says, Santa would love to buy you a pair of panties, little girl. (laughs) Yeah. And she just absolutely loses it. It's, uh, they're talking. They're talking about like fantasies too at the table, and uh, it's like, do you guys have a schoolgirl? F- you guys, uh, have you guys done like a schoolgirl fantasy? And, and they're like, yeah, it's very common. And Michael goes, I don't know. I just feel weird wearing the dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's where it's out that Jan is obviously very toxic. <laughs> yes, because there's like start talking about all this stuff, and she's like, Jan likes to record us having sex and then rewatch it to improve my form. And Karen and Pam are like, oh my god. <laughs> Yep. Um, I have a couple from season seven that I was thinking about. One, just for the moment where you get um, the history of it, where you get Michael Scott and David Brent in the seminar, like that, that moment is so classic, just watching those two go back and forth. Um, and then... No, it's not the seminar. It's the search committee when he has him on... Oh no! It is. It is the seminar. You're right. I'm like. I'm. You're right. My fault. Yeah, the search committee. He's got him on like video conference or whatever. Yeah, Michael's not in that episode. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about now. The the one where they meet in the the elevators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he he pitches the Asian guy, and yes. he's like, "You can't do that stuff anymore," or whatever. Like, and they just they go back and forth. But then the other one, um, from season seven. Uh, I don't think it got taken. But for a bunch of different reasons, garage sale. Oh, uh, that's garage cool. sale is such a good one because, like the, it starts out with Michael decided he's going to propose to Holly, and he's going to do it with fire out in the uh, parking lot. It's got gasoline, yes. Yeah, and so Pam runs out there to stop him, and Michael's like, "Could you light this, please?" <laughs> Michael, you've had two ideas today. One of them was great. The other one is terrible. And he says, "I'm not in the mood for riddles." <laughs> But then, like, just them walking through the break room back to the annex, and six people propose, and one of them's Angela, and he goes, "Gotta admit, that would have been hot." <laughs> and Ryan proposes. He's like, "That's the one I was worried about." <laughs> and then the funny thing about all of it is, it mirrors a couple different things. They get into the annex, and all of those candles are lit. Um, which, like, behind the scenes, like. They had to have a bunch of people do that because, and they could only do it, I think, twice because the candles were burning down so far. So it didn't look symmetrical for what they wanted. But all of those candles lit is essentially the the very thing. All of that fire is what Pam wanted to avoid at the very beginning. And then um, when Jim and Pam are explaining how they proposed, he's like, yeah, it was just at a gas station. It wasn't super romantic. Oh, yeah, and it was raining, and Michael goes, oh, bad weather, huh? Blah, 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 blah. But then when you fast forward to the proposal, uh, all of the sprinkler systems go off. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it in the Yoda, the weird Yoda voices. <laughs> They're on the floor where the chair, like where they met, like on the floor when her chair was being fixed and stuff. So that's another great episode there, too. What did you guys uh, – I really liked – I was going to take it, but I think – I don't know, I just – other episodes took 
precedence for me, but uh, Michael's Last Dundies. That's what I was going to I was gonna yep. say that soon. Because it, it's my favorite episode with Will Ferrell that we have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Overall. And because I, I just thought his character was weird. Like, I, it wasn't bad. It was just, it was different. It wasn't nearly what you probably expect with Will Ferrell. Don't get me wrong. He has some amazing, like, hilarious moments. Yeah. But in that, like, like, for instance, that last sequence when they sing that song to Michael and it's actually Steve Carell has no idea that they're going to do that. Yeah. That to me was super cool. I have that and, tattooed in my body right here. What is it? That song, nine oh, million, the, the nine, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, when they're doing the hottest in the office and Ryan goes up to get the award and uh, it's actually their new traveling salesman, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> they cut to Ryan after and he's like, not sure how to feel about it. Not getting the hottest. He's obviously the upset. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because he just talked about it being subjective. Yeah, he's like, it's just subjective. That's when they he takes he takes D'Angelo out in the morning at like what five a.m. Yes. to their houses to hand out the Dundies. Yeah, and so uh, Meredith is doing the walk of shame and invites him <laughs> in for like Vienna sausages, and he's like, "No, run!" run. <laughs> D'Angelo says, "I'm not going in there." Yeah, <laughs> and he starts he starts egging Toby's house. Yes. Yep. And D'Angelo says, D'Angelo goes, is this one of our employees? <laughs> Stanley flips out on him, so they just leave his award on the on the porch. And um what it, this is also where Dwight flips out because he's found out that Michael didn't give him the recommendation, so he's being a, a jerk as he's being yeah. the the DJ during all of it. Uh D'Angelo has all the problems like hosting and doing all that stuff michael gives him the award anyways it is a it is a Mer- great episode meredith gets the best mother award over pam yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then jim gets the best dad and he's like we got to take a picture and pam's like you do you have to <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, aaron breaks up with uh gabe on stage in front of yeah. the entire yes. office in this one too right yeah because it's Pam, so because be- earlier in the episode pam tells her that she needs to just tell him instead of leading him on and she's like, Pam, I have to speak my mind, right? And Pam's like, no, this is not what I meant, obviously. <laughs> she yep. also, there's also earlier in this episode, whenever uh, Michael's trying to prep D'Angelo for public speaking, and he puts the headset on him, and he's like, turns it up really loud, and they like start yelling. He's like, the Dundies! The, the, the Dundies! <laughs> and Michael's like, say it with an accent! <laughs> it's also where you get that... Uh, video montage beforehand yes and d'angelo's in the bathroom and michael's in the mirror (laughs) you know those two those two guys had so many bits that they were throwing out that they wanted to get into this episode yes i I could have just watched those two improv off each other for an entire episode his uh that in that sequence when they show that video of them like mirroring each other and Gosser goes i want to say that i want to say i want to think there's deep meaning to this he's like but it's just not there I also, what do you guys think about pool party? Oh, oh yeah, my God, yes. I was, I was, I wanted to take that in season eight, but I didn't want to take it over anything else. It was that when, garden party. When yeah. both these bears, <laughs> Val, Val is trying to get Daryl in the pool. <laughs> oh my God, Daryl doesn't swim. That's racist. <laughs> Kevin says that's racist, and uh, that's when they're trying to do. Uh, is that when the the one girl's trying to get Jim in the pool or to do chicken? Yeah. And Kevin runs in there. Oh, I got it. I got it. So she has <laughs> chicken. She has to play chicken with Kevin. Oh, 
and trying to prove like who's the better uh like number two to robert california so yeah, gabe and ryan. ryan are like sticking around and borderline about to do gay stuff <laughs> at the end like so they just keep dancing in the like weird movie theater room yeah <clears throat> and they get naked at the end right and jump in yeah. the pool yes robert yeah. and those two they all strip down and start swimming naked Robert California is such an un- he is so underrated. People are not maybe not underrated, overhated I should say. A lot of people don't like him, but I love him. That's also the thing at the beginning where they do the meatball prank. They do the meatball prank with Jim and Dwight yeah. or uh-huh. or Dwight and Stanley have the meatball prank on uh it's such a weird thing. Jim trying to figure out what makes Stanley laugh? <laughs> and it's just meatballs. And it ends up being that Dwight and Stanley were trying to get him to yeah. give them a bunch of food. Yes. I'm trying to think of some other ones that we might. So not you're, talk about. Uh, dude. I know I do. I I'm not a huge fan of Will Ferrell's character in this, but his the I think it's the episode after it's the Inner Circle when he does the juggling act with no balls oh, to the Evanescence song. Oh it's my god. One gosh. of my it's a scene that gets me every time. Phyllis, because... do you believe in me? I believe in you. Everybody give a round of, give a says, round of applause for Phyllis. Can somebody please throw me a fifth ball? <laughs> if you dare. And he's like, oh, big round for Kevin. That takes a lot of guts. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete's, man. No, I think uh, he's also trying to keep everybody on their toes. Like so, he's uh, he's acting acting like he's yelling at them, but he's giving them raises and giving them rewards and stuff like that. He doesn't want them to suck up. Yeah, because he wants to keep them guessing. So, oh, yeah. and then Kevin in that in that scene, Kevin says, uh, "He's like, I don't, I think these all sound great." And then he's like, "But I could see how people might think that they're not." And then D'Angelo's like, "Kevin's got me pegged." <laughs> Yeah, it would have been. I think it would have been fun if he could have stuck around a little bit longer just to see. But yeah, there wasn't a ton of development they were able to do with them. This character, I don't think they ever planned to. No, I know, but it just. I wish they. I wish he had played out the rest of the season. Maybe an episode we didn't talk about that I thought about taking, but it's just it's not draftable. Scott's tots. Oh, it's the most cringe word. It's the it's my. It's rough. Oh, it's tough to watch. People that skip this episode, I won't skip miss it, out but... on a very good cold open. Whenever Andy has ba- talking like a baby, yes, and Michael calls him in, and he is like talking in baby, and he's like, Andy is sawy, and then he says, "Well, while we're talking about it, a lot of people don't like your Elvis voice," <laughs> and he doesn't even do it right at the end. He goes. He goes. I for one, I think your, I think your uh, your Elvis voice, Elvis voice is tops. He said, "Well, thanks, thanks a lot." Yeah, thank you, baby. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't. That one's tough. Gavin, maybe that you can tell me the. I think it's a cold open. Maybe it's an episode. It's when they're talking about. It's Andy and Michael, and that I forget how they start discussing it. And they're talking, and Andy goes, I'm Beyonce. And Michael goes, I'm Beyonce always. Oh, what is it? 
Is that a cold open? I don't think so. No, that's whenever that is the I think it's the cover up. It's when Michael is uh still sleeping with Donna even though she's married and he knows about that okay. she's married and he okay. says every every guy that's every guy that is cheating is always seen as the bad guy. You're Ali Lauder and I'm Beyonce and Michael says I'm Beyonce always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. There was I was texting Riley about these episodes. There's an episode, it's in season five. Uh, let me see what title of it is. It's uh, The Business Trip. Right after Holly oh, gets transferred. Yeah. And they're flying and Michael's in first class. And oh. Andy and... Uh, it's just this moment. I don't even know why it made me laugh so much. It's this moment because Andy and Oscar are in uh, sitting behind him. And he turns around. He's like kind of like bragging about stuff. And he's talking about his DVD player. And he's like talking about all this stuff. And Oscar talks about how he's got like food if you want it. This and Andy fun. doesn't hear any conversation at all. He just yells. He goes, Harry and the Hendersons. And he's like trying to tell him what he's watching. That same scene has two other good moments. Michael's leaning back talking to the camera and he puts his little blindfold on and the stewardess runs the drink cart into his foot and <laughs> just Michael's, he's like, oh God. And then Oscar oh, says, here, I, I brought snacks, Michael. You want some? I got egg salad sandwiches. And Michael says, Really, Oscar? Egg salad? Could you have brought anything more stinky? Do you have a bag of baby poop in there, too? <laughs> but then that's when he finds out that there's no food. Yeah. So he yes. turns around. So he has to eat one of those sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The other one that I thought about is I don't think Cafe Disco got taken. Yeah. No, it didn't. That's a good one. Cafe Disco has some... Uh, has some funny stuff. I had a quote from there. Let me see oh if I can Phyllis find Phyllis breaking her or throwing her back out. Oh. Like massaging her like a horse. <laughs> Feeding, he straight feeds her carrots like a horse. <laughs> oh, Creed. Creed brings in his crystal ball. Boss, this used to hang from my windshield, but it belongs in here. Thanks, Creed. You really get this place. No problem. I'll just have no idea who's behind me from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh my goodness yeah he just cuts off he just cuts off phyllis's shirt let me see phyllis asks at, right before her injury she asks dwight do you want to dance um <clears throat> dwight says ordinarily i would say no but you need to remove you need to move to reduce lactic acid buildup also this song is fantastic <laughs> bob Mind if I steal my wife? Dwight says, you can't steal what legally is your property. <laughs> oh, I think that's at the end. Yeah. Yeah, oh, she's is. back. And he says, are those staples? Because I think he staples her shirt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't think anybody took the original Christmas Party episode. Now mm -hmm. season two. Which is really good. Which is very good. Just Michael, have, Michael getting so pissed off that he got a freaking oven mitt and he just is dragging Phyllis for making a homemade oven mitt when he what bought an got... iPod when there was supposed to be a $20 limit. Yes. Yep. And Kevin gets the foot bath that he wanted for him, that he bought for himself because he forgot <laughs> to tell somebody that yeah. he got himself. <laughs> oh, man. The season eight, when they go to the gay bar trivia because Andy's trying to make up the rest of his quota for the mm -hmm. quarter. 
and the uh, off some moments. the off brand the like second team for Dunder Muffin that nobody wanted was the one yeah. that ended up winning with like Kevin and uh was it Kevin and Kelly on that team? Kevin, Kelly, Meredith, and Aaron. Yeah. It's the third team. It's, oh, it yeah, is? There's the not team, even the okay, second team, yeah. the it's B the... team, and they just have funners. Yeah. They have a name though. Um oh, what the is Einstein's. It? Yeah, the Einstein's, but that's a question that they get wrong. Yeah, because it the <laughs> one of the questions is like, um, something about relativity or equals MC square. I think yeah. this might be what it is, and then they put somebody up. Ironically, the Einsteins got it wrong, <laughs> or whatever that is. Yeah, there's a uh, frame Toby season five. Uh, I don't really know much about this, like off the top of my head, except for the cold open when michael still yes. thinks that toby is gone and jim's like oh you should probably yep. just go back there and check and then they have that is another he very said, memeable moment he said dare i and he goes <laughs> back there he's like great prank dwight or great prank jim no god isn't that where, no yeah that's where you get yeah the Agreed. incentive uh season eight whenever andy gets this nardog tattoo the okay going back to the episode you said in season four when uh frame toby and he's talking five. to David Wallace, right? And uh, he's oh, talking yes. about firing, <laughs> firing Toby. He's like, you can't, you can't fire him without cause. He's like, he's a, he's a rapist. <laughs> oh, he says, <laughs> yeah, he does say that, but he says, I have cause. It is because uh, I, hate I hate him. him. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Nope. So I'll read off these squads real quick. Gavin's team. Stress Relief from Season 5, Sexual Harassment, Season 2, The Dundies, Season 2, Hot Girl, Season 1, Goodbye Toby, Season 4, The Convict, Season 3, Niagara, Season 6, PDA, Season 7, Angry Andy, Season 8, Branch War, Season 4, The Client, Season 2, Suit Warehouse, Season 9, Gay Witch Hunt, Season 3, Todd Packer, Season 7, and Drug Testing, Season 2. Solid squad. My team is Phyllis's Wedding, Season 3, Safety Training, Season 3, Dinner Party, Season 4, Basketball, Season 1, Fun Run, Season 4, Boys and Girls, Season 2, uh, The Convention, Season 3, The Injury, Season 2, Secret Santa, Season 6, uh, AARM, Season 9, Garden Party, Season 8, Weight Loss, Season 5, the Deposition Season 4, Andy's Play Season 7, and Conflict Resolution Season 2. And then Aaron's is Business Ethics Season 5, Classy Christmas Season 7, Goodbye Michael Season 7, Diversity Day Season 1, Gossip Season 6, Benny Hanna Christmas Season 3, Night Out Season 4, Threat Level Midnight Season 7, Casino Night Season 2, Finale Season 9, Golden Ticket Season 5, Who's Cruise Season 2, Pam's Replacement Season 8, Michael's Birthday Season 2, and Murder Season 6. I think just quickly looking over, Season 2 by far has the most episodes selected. So Aaron, your favorite season is 7? It's either 2 or 7. Yeah. Tyler, yours must be 3. Yeah, my favorite season is 3. Yeah, it's uh, but it's tough. Like I could, I went through season two episodes, and I'm like, I could take any one of these, and I'd be fine swapping out. Like if I could redo it, I would take Andy's play out and put the christening. 
now that I'm talking it out. I think yeah. I don't know if you guys have any of those where you're like, wish you could have swapped it out. Also, I might I'm saying season two is my favorite, but it could be a recency bias because I just got finished watching season two. Yeah. I guess what's your least favorite? Like it's hard. It's not saying any one of them is bad, but here, let me go based on I. I wrote out even more because I just like started going through them and wrote out a bunch. The season that I have the least written down from that were like notable is season five, which yeah. I don't hate season five. It's just just happened to be that way. So I guess let's go with that. I would say season five or eight for me. But that's the thing. Season five is good. No, it's not it's bad. Just, it's It's got yeah. some gems in it, too. Yes. So overall. Honestly, the end of season six kind of lulls. Yeah, it does. After like, after murder, it kind of is not the greatest. But then they pick, they go, they, that last run they have with Michael is amazing in season seven. Yeah. I was looking, I was trying to find like the best three to four episode clump as I was doing this. And I think it is from season two. You have. 19, 20, 21, 22. Michael's birthday, drug testing, conflict resolution, casino night. That's got to be like a top five, four episode clump. I, yeah, I think there's a couple because like there's a season two clump because I don't know how you feel about. I loved the Brant's closing episode. We didn't talk about that one in season mm-hmm. three. But there's a run that goes on there because even the merger. Is the next episode with uh when Michael tries to push that dude up on the oh table, God, yeah. Tony, <laughs> the merger, the convict, Benny Hanna Christmas. I don't know how we didn't talk back from vacation when Michael comes back with that drum, and they have the luau in the uh, warehouse, and you find out he went to on vacation with Jan. And the traveling salesman. Pretty good run. Yeah, there's also another run in season three which backs up what you said about season three being your favorite 18 19 20 21 22 23 24 you have 18 and 19 are where uh roy finds out about jim kissing pam and so he comes back in 19 and tries to punch him in the face yeah um safety training is 20 product recall which is where you get the funny cold open where uh jim dresses up as dwight yes Women's appreciation is the one, the one after that. Then you get beach games and then the job. I mean, that's like probably the best ending to a season is that season three run. Yeah, I would say so. God, yeah, I really like I like the stretch from in season seven from 15 starting with or, or what? Yeah, on IMDb it says 15, but it could be something else on the other things. But like PDA all the way through um goodbye michael yeah yeah because you get solid you get pda threat level midnight todd packer garage sale training day michael's last dundies and goodbye michael yeah it's all just like super intense emotionally packed but still funny like i agree when i like i know we text about it but when i watched pda like I laughed so hard watching PDA. I was like, this could easily be the funniest episode that probably nobody talks about on like a like a ranking list or whatever, but it's so funny. Yeah. 
but yeah. All right. You guys got anything to add for this episode? 